I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. And to the Republic for which it stands, under God indivisible with liberty and justice for all. like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. He's still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a my pillow or not, you need to get the brand new my pillow 2.0. Call or go to mypillow.com now. Use your promo code and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. Feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. It's time to resist. They can't arrest us all. And they can't keep all your kids home from school. They can't keep every government building closed. We don't have to accept the mandates, lockdowns, and harmful policies of the petty tyrants and feckless bureaucrats. We can simply say no, not again. The only way to stop these mandates is to refuse to comply, refuse to show vaccine passports, refuse to wear a mask, refuse to stay at home. We will not comply with Fauci. We will not comply with Joe Biden. And we will not comply with authoritarian governors. I am not going to comply. This ends now.
had a dream the other night. I didn't understand. A figure walking through the mist with a rifle in his hand. His clothes were torn and dirty as he stood there by the bed. He took off his three-cornered hat and speaking low, he said, We fought a revolution to secure your liberty. We wrote the Constitution as a shield from tyranny. For future generations, this legacy we gave to make you the land of the free and home of the brave. The freedoms we secured for you, we thought you'd always keep. But tyrants labor endlessly. While your parents were asleep, now your freedom's gone. Your courage is lost. You're no more than a slave in your land of the free and home of the brave. You buy permits to travel, permits to own a gun, permits to start a business or build a place for one. On land you think you own, you pay your yearly rent. But you don't have a voice in saying how that money's spent. Now your children attend a school that doesn't educate, and your Christian values can't be taught according to the state. You read about your current news in a regulated press and pay more taxes than you owe to that thing called IRS. Your money's no longer made of silver or of gold. You trade your wealth for paper so your life can be controlled. And you pay for crimes that make your nation turn from God in shame. Now you've taken Satan's number and traded in your name. You give your government control to those who could do you harm. So they could padlock churches and steal the family farm and keep the nation deep in debt while putting men of faith in jail and then harass your fellow countrymen while your corrupt courts prevail. Your public servants don't uphold the solemn they've sworn. And now your daughters visit doctors so their children won't be born. You send guns and artillery to foreign shore. And then you send your youth to slaughter, filing other people's wars. Could you regain the freedoms for which we fought and died? Or have you lost your courage and your faith to stand with pride? Are there no more values for which you fight to save? Or do you wish your children to live in fear and be a slave? And people of this republic, it's time to rise and take a stand. Defend the Constitution, the supreme law of your land. Preserve your great republic and every God-given right. And let us pray to God to keep that torch of freedom burning bright. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song of angry men? It is the music of a people who will not be slaves again. When the beating of your heart echoes the beating of the drums, there is a life about to start when tomorrow comes. Will you join our crusade? Who will be strong and stand with me? Beyond the barricade, is there a world you long to see? Then join in the fight that will give you the right to be free. Do you hear the people sing, singing the song?
broadcasting live and live to Patriot Control of America. You're listening to the Patriot Party Podcast. Now on the show, the chair is against the wall. The muskrat jumps over the berm. I know why you're here, Neil. I know what you've been doing. I know why you hardly sleep, why you live alone, and why night after night you sit at your computer. You're looking for him. I know because I was once looking for the same thing. And when he found me, he told me I wasn't really looking for him. I was looking for an answer. It's the question that drives us, Neo. It's the question that brought you here. You know the question, just as I did.
Welcome back, fuckers, to another edition of the Patriot Party Podcast. Truspiracy. Correction. This is True Spiracy, isn't it? Yeah, number 56. Yeah, number 56. What mm-hmm. the fuck did we name this one? I forgot the name of it already. <laughs> I guess it's not that important. I guess we'll just talk about whatever. Whatever. Fuck it. Who gives a shit, right? I mean, what's the point? I mean, it's true. We're on the eve of destruction. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah, you're all right. I can't pull this for too long. <laughs> you're right. It's the Gear Queer episode. Uh, uh, I know you fuckers have been waiting for this. Gear Queer, it is... uh, I I figured we would start um, in a a weird sort of way. And let's, let's, for instance, right now, let's go ahead. I don't know why you stopped this. I I like to see how it's coming through. We're fucked up or not, because that shows me if we're fucked up. Either way, um, I figured we'd start this out with um, why I'm a gear queer. Not not because of the military, but what's the real reason today? Because you're a queer? For this. Oh, there's a couple options. I mean, (laughs) it's possible. Let's start with this, though. I thought this was very befitting for where we're at and what we're doing. So let me take this off. Make sure it's turned up. You're telling me after all those times she said the science is settled, she's resigning from the CDC. Yep. And J.P. Morgan bought First Republic Bank using $50 billion of federal funds, but the taxpayers don't know the interest rate on that. Yep. And the banking crisis this year is already larger in monetary terms than the crash of 2008? Sure is. And it sounds like we're going to be moving to Florida because Governor DeSantos is going to ban central bank digital currencies. Yep. And after three years of invasion, Biden finally decides to send 1,500 active duty troops to the border to help border patrol. Yes. And Iran just casually captures two oil tankers and nobody bats an eye. That's correct. And a sitting U.S. senator stated on live television that banks are just sophisticated Ponzi schemes and can be brought down in minutes with just text messages. And the United States Navy has a drag queen ambassador program to be the face for younger recruits. Yep. And England crowns a new king, and I'm not sure why you told me that. Yeah, I don't know why I told you that either. And Argentina just banned their banks from offering Bitcoin to their clients. Yeah, because it's worthless. And on top of all this, Kennedy Jr. comes out of nowhere and becomes the front runner for the Democratic ticket in 2024. Things are getting pretty interesting. So things are getting pretty interesting. Mm -hmm. When you look at it that way, damn, that sounds fucking horrible. It really does. Sounds like fun times ahead. So how do you, what do you do? Well, obviously you got to protect yourself. Obviously we all have to protect yourself. Second amendment, right? We believe in it. I live it. I love it. I'm going to do this in a way that you guys have never, ever seen done. This is literally going to start from where I'm at right now to where I end up at. Okay. I'm not going to show you everything because I decided that's kind of a security risk. If you know everything, nothing's really a surprise at that point. Yeah. So I've got plenty of surprises though. So there was plenty of stuff that I could pull out to still make this interesting for you all and some lessons that I've learned along the way. Things that I think you all should know going forward in what you're doing, okay? And how you're getting ready to protect and defend your family, okay? Because remember, it's different everywhere. It, 
I would defend my family differently if I lived in the Northeast. I would defend my family differently if I lived in the Northwest. If I lived in the Southeast and the Southwest, thank God, those two climates are close to the same. I could get by with what I've got in both areas. The West Coast, that's a whole different animal altogether because that's like a, a lollipop and a licorice stick decided to have sex. And what was made was a Jolly Rancher because that's pretty much fruit and nuts. You never know what you're going to get out there. It just depends on the day and the year because some days it's a drought and some days it's a monsoon. Just fucking depends. All right. So I'm going to start with exactly how I am right now. So this is what I call daily carry. Now, you 90% have to uh, carry concealed for most states. Um, and even for the states that are open carry, you don't want to look like a fag walking around town. Come on. The guy's wearing tactical holsters when they're going to the fucking grocery store. You look like a fucking homo. We get it. We know you can carry a gun. I understand. 90% of the open carry states have gone to constitutional carry. Under constitutional carry laws, you are constitutionally allowed to carry concealed. It's part of the deal. Walk around concealed. So I have my T-shirt tucked in for a reason, okay? Because we're going to start with clothing because that's the most important, all right? Belts. Let's start with belts, guys. Get it. You guys are worried about belts, all right? I'm going to start with belts because it makes the most sense. It's literally why I complain. He tells me I need to walk around and carry around the house. And I'm like, I don't own a belt. I don't have a belt. I don't like belts. So let's talk about a couple different belts. There are your tactical cotton woven belts. Okay. The problem with tactical cotton woven belts, hold these, is a tactical cotton woven belt will fail. And when I mean it will fail, when you take a belt, if you take the two sides of a belt and you squeeze them together and the belt squishes, that's what I mean by failure. That is a failure. Okay. These are specifically made. I got this one specifically when I was in the army, the one I'm wearing on my waist, I got after I got out, but these are hardcore. No shit. They've got like, go ahead, babe, try and squeeze those together. You can't do that. Can you No. So when you put a gun on this, all right. It ain't going to hang off your ass. It ain't going to hang off your waist. All right. Don't worry about the gay ass buckles. Don't Cobra buckles. Yes, they are great. Oh my but, God. They're so annoying. I can never get them off. Let's let's stay away from that. All right. Because I found something better. All right. Now belt, a belt is really important. There's a lot of guys will tell you, especially in my line of work, my former line of work, Well, I'm not even going to get there yet. We'll get that in a minute. All right. So belts, you can get all sorts of different types of ones, right? So for instance, I've got belts for every carry that I do. So whether I'm doing it tactically, which this would be my tactical belt. This is my work belt. Okay. This, go ahead, squeeze it, babe. Show them that this is the same material. Yeah, no, there's, there's no, no joke. In that. There's no squeeze in that. It, it almost feels like plastic. I wear this every day. Okay. Because when I work, I have clips that go on my belt. And I have little holsters that I put on my belt for tools. And I, I just, that's the way I wear it. I like these belts. I love them. This is the way you want to go. You want to go with this real stiff. It's an inch and a half, two inch belt. Uh, this one was made by Vetter Holsters. 
Um, this one handcrafted right here in the U.S. You can go get one. Um, you go to this one. This is called the Next Click Belt. I really like the Next Click style. All right. First of all, all I got to do to loosen the belt is pop the little hole here and it comes right off. You see the little teeth here? Acts like a ratchet. When I put it in, I can hear it click all the way down. Yeah, I can and I know it holds. And I know it holds. And it doesn't go anywhere. It doesn't droop. It doesn't compress on itself. So looking around, being a smart ass, I also found dress belts that do the same thing. Again, look, no compression. It doesn't compress. Watch this. There's your click. See the ratchet? And that's a dress belt for a suit. You can put a gun on that. It ain't going nowhere. I got a brown one just because I'm gay. Look at that. Still doesn't compress. I'm pushing from either end. Watch this. Yeah, it's a little softer. That this one is, this is older. This is, yeah. But again, ratchet belt. Watch this. Hear that? And you can unclick it. You can put a gun on this. The idea is you can put a gun on these. That's the idea. All right. That's why you want a very firm, very stiff belt that will not give. You do not want any give because that's what causes that's what causes it to be annoying. Now, and this is made by Chowren, C H A O R E N. Th those two are, yeah. Those yeah, are the dress belts. The dress belts, C H A O R E N. Found them on Amazon. Real simple to get. So, I stood up because this is my everyday carry. Now, with that, something else you guys got to get used to. Let's go to clothing because we're just going to start and finish with clothing for right now. Clothing, I don't give a shit what you wear for shirts. Look, a lot of people bitch and say, oh, well, you should wear these shirts. Or these. I don't give a fuck. Folks, wear whatever the fuck you want. You want to wear a T-shirt that says fuck you, wear a T-shirt that says fuck you. However, when it comes to pants, you can never go wrong with <clears throat> spending more money on pants. Okay. Tactical pants, um, unfortunately, these days have become a dime a dozen. They're really good pants out there, and you can get them for really cheap. I have stuff that I've used. All right. These are Cry Precision. These are about $400 a pair, just to give you an idea. The fuck? You are spending that. No, I got to shoot these. Okay. You are spending that type of money when you buy these. They're no joke. They are worth every dime and every cent spent the reason why they're very first of all they're very usable they're very user friendly from the way the pockets are cut to where the pockets are on your body you can get to shit easier you can stuff shit in pockets easier look i'm not a fat guy all right there's a lot of guys in the military that roll around wearing these i do have one okay this is what's called a battle belt. You would attach magazines, holsters, all sorts of shit to this. I did it. It's got a rubber inside. It's got a rubber interior on the inside, so it sticks to you. All right? This fucker is, it's good. Don't get me wrong. I like it. The problem is. Does that rubber stick more to fat people? I'm not fat. Uh, no, I'm just asking. For no, no, a no. I'm, no, dead serious. <laughs> I, I'm not a fat guy. I know. I, I could never wear this. 
I oh, try. It's basically a girdle. No, it goes to a belt. You have an inner belt that you wear. Okay. And that inner belt sticks along this and it doesn't move off your waist. However, when you wear this thing, it still moves around like a ton. It used to beat the shit out of my kidneys. Mm, and I said, have enough cushion to protect I, your. I said, you know what? I got enough waist. Why don't I just wear it directly on my hard belt? Yep. You know what? That's what I do. If it's more comfortable for you to wear it on a hard belt, do it. I'm telling you, if this bounces around too much on you, which it does on me, that's why I took it off. That's why I don't wear it. That's why I don't use it. Then just use a regular belt. There's no reason to go out and spend extra money on bullshit you don't need. All right. So, yes, these are the cry precisions. They've got pockets everywhere. They got pockets in the front. They've got pockets on the side. They got big cargo pockets. My big cargo pockets inside these cargo pockets are really badass. Why? Because they've got stitching to hold magazines. All right. You've got the ability to hold more magazines on you. All right. You can stuff shit in your pockets. These are huge pockets. And then they have cinch straps on the top. Inside this pocket, I can grab this little button and pull tight and it'll cinch that pocket shut. So I don't have to worry about shit falling out of my pocket. The point is, is you want more pockets. If you're in a completely tactical situation, you want to switch over to these because you want more pockets and you've got to, you're going to want to wear pants. All right. Just saying. Whether they're camouflage is immaterial. Just, just saying real quick, don't ever buy a dress without pockets, ever. And ladies, look, this, you can buy guys pants. Go buy guys pants, all right? 5.11s, folks, they work just as well as those $400 cry precision. And guess what? 5.11s are fucking 20, 30 bucks. Ooh, I bet I fit into my 5.11s now. The ones you bought me when I was fat that were like a size six, and now I'm skinny. Again. So- Get 5.11s. If you don't want to buy, you don't want to spend the four, buy some 5.11s. They work just as well. As long as you have more pockets, as long as you can gather shit and put it in your pockets. Because remember, when you shoot a motherfucker up, you got to have a place to put everything. All right. One of the things I don't like to carry is a dump bag. Why? Because everybody sees a dump bag and it's a target of opportunity. If I put it in my cargo pockets, you can't tell where I have it on me. How do you click your gear on the belt, Mick? Okay. So we're going to get to that. Stand by. We got more stuff coming. All right. So those are the belts close. Those are my, that's my basic close. Now my daily carry. Now I'm going to make a lot of people butthurt. All right. It's going to sound really crazy, but I'm going to make a bunch of bitches butthurt. Okay. My daily carry is a nine millimeter. I do not carry a 40 caliber handgun. I do not carry a 45 caliber handgun. My daily carry is a nine millimeter P365 SAS. Smith, this is the six hour P365 SAS. That is a nine millimeter. I carry a double stack magazine of 15 rounds. That's my daily carry. Okay. Not only that, I also carry a knife. Because you never go anywhere without a knife. And I also I also carry an extra magazine, another 15-round magazine with an extended magazine clip on it. So right there, I'm already carrying 30 rounds on me every day. Now, very simple. Again, notice I do not have $485 magazines or $485 holsters. This is a simple. We the people, Kydex holster. It's all you need. That's it. What you need is this part right here. You see the hook clip on the back of this? 
This hook clip is what you need. As long as you can grab onto a belt, you're good to go. That's it. That's all you need. Yes, it is small. All I needed to do is to get me back to my rifle. Okay, this is my everyday carry. This is what I carry when I'm going to jobs. This is what I'm, I carry when I'm out and about. This is what I carry when my family's with me. This is what, why do I carry this? I'll show you why. When I'm in my kilt, this is what I carry. Why do I carry it? Because when I do this, guess what? You got, you got no idea that it's even on me. I can walk around. I can dance. I can run around with my kids. And you have absolutely no idea that right now I'm carrying a handgun. None. None. But it's right here. And I can pull it out. And I'm going right to work. That's it. So that is why I carry that. Now, a nine millimeter, why do you carry nine millimeter? So let's talk about a 40 caliber, a 45 and a nine millimeter. What is the difference? Well, let's see. The biggest difference, if you look at any competition shooter out there, 90% of the world's best, I'm talking top of the line. These guys are the top 90% in the world. They shoot 22s. Why? Because it doesn't take long to get that barrel back on the target. Nine millimeter takes you a little bit longer, but not, not as long as a 22. So you're pretty quick getting back on target. 40 cal. Every time you up the size of the bullet, add another half second to your time back on target. So if you start pulling the trigger, how long does it take you to get that barrel back on target? That's why I carry a nine millimeter. There's not a lot of, there's not a lot of recoil with it. Number one. And number two, you can get really used to a nine millimeters recoil faster than you can get used to a 40 or a 45, even if it's at a surprise. So you can get used to it pretty quick, even in a gunfight. So if you haven't picked it up in a while and you start pulling the trigger on nine millimeter, you're going to get used to that quicker than you'll get used to a 40 or a 45. That's why I carry a nine millimeter and 90% of the police officers and most of the world uses nine millimeter. You can find nine millimeter everywhere. That's why you're not going to find a, you'll find 40 and 45 here and there, but you're not going to find a lot of it. Don't get me wrong. It doesn't mean I don't have one. It just means that I don't use that. So moving right along, when you have all of that, that's, that's your standard daily carry. Now, if there, I only have like where the Marine Corps has like three or four different colors. Cause they go through this whole color code spectrum. I either have this where I'm dressed like this and this is my normal walking around clothes, or I go to my max level, which is everything because I don't believe there should be any middle ground. If you're willing to come at me with where I feel I have to defend myself with a rifle, then you're fucked. You're getting everything I've got. I'm going to bring everything I have to bear against you. So that being said, let's go into the body armor. Body armor is really important. Um, A, we're going to get into measuring. Yeah, it is. We're going to get into measuring and we're going to get into what you need to get. So, babe, you're going to be my dummy for this. <laughs> so stand up. Take off your head. I got you. Come here. Jesus. 
All right. Oh, so it's heavy. Okay. Yes, it is. So you and I are generally almost the same size. About, yeah. Generally. Okay. So the first thing you want to get is you want to get something that is not what what I like to call overcrowding. Okay. Um, overcrowding is where you can't use your weapon. So as you can see, both her shoulder pits right here are open. Why? Because that's where you're going to put a rifle. rifle. A, that's most important. And B, you don't want to get your arms hung up on shit while you're moving around your body. Now you see there are weird spots that I have stuff separated here. And there are reasons for it. Because I say, hold on, for ladies, do they have ones with tit indents? Because no. I don't have much tits, and right now it feels like I'm wearing a corset. Okay. Well, it's going <laughs> to. It works the same for guys. So the reason that this gap is here is because when I wear my rifle across my chest, that's where my rifle sits right there. I don't want my rifle to get stuck on anything. I want to be able to pull my rifle off and use it as I want. Now, let's go through. Now, I don't have all my magazines in here, but normally I have enough room to carry in here. Uh, to There's six in here. Over here, I've got two, four. I got four more there. In here, I've got two, four, six. I got six more in here. Plus, I've got another. Uh, this is my 40. This is for my small gun. This is for my Glock. This is for my Glock. And then in here, I've got my good, my fun. Well, this is the pocket that everything goes boom. So... Then here I've got a tourniquet. Here I've got, uh, this is where my medical pack goes, but I don't have it on here right now because I took it off because I'm refitting it. Also, this is my, uh, this is so I can hang on to shit and I don't have to worry about falling off. It will hold me and up to two people with me, just this little bit of rubber. It's pretty cool, actually. I've used it on helicopters. Used to use it all the time in helicopters. That's how I would rope into a helicopter. On the back side, this is a drag strap. This is military-made drag strap. And what you do is you clip this one here just like this. And when I rip all of this out, this is all bundled up in the back. It goes wraps down the side. This catches this whole back plate. And if somebody was dragging me by this, which is kind of shaped like a hand grip, if they were dragging my, me by this, my whole this whole body armor would catch up underneath me and drag me out. That's the idea. Moving right along still going around and I have places for radios and antennas and all sorts of other shit on here too. But this was made for me. The big difference between what you're going to buy and what I have right here is this is made for me. The, the way the plates are shaped are shaped to my chest. They're con contoured to my back. You can ask her, her back hurts right now because those plates Not aren't shaped to her back. Yeah. <laughs> they pin in at certain points where my back turns over my shoulders. She's feeling it right now, probably in the back of her shoulder. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, Hold on. You might have to. You might have to. Nope. I, I can still do it. So let's take a look at that. This is going to dump a lot of weight off you, baby. Okay. So Ooh. now I'm front heavy. <laughs> so this is your ballistic armor. Okay. You want a medium of ballistic plates that 
protect you up to a 7.62 direct frontal shot. That's what these protect. These protect to a 7.62 direct shot. No joke. Um, I've got one that's effed up that I got shot in. And uh, yeah, but that's what these are made for. I've got front and back. There's one there. There's one in the back. These. Huh? Can you pull that plate out the other night? Yeah, I couldn't find it though. I don't remember what I did with it. These, I, I pulled the other one out that was just as warped from the fire. But these, and you can ask her. Mm-hmm. Hold it. They're, they're, they got some weight to them. I mean, it's lighter than I expected it to be. But when you add them all together, it's fucking heavy. Once you put ammo and everything, and you can ask Liana about this. I, uh, I had her grab it and put it on and she was even like, Holy Jesus, that's fucking heavy. All right. These, um, remember whatever you get, whatever you use, you still want to be functional with whatever you're doing. So you still got to be able to move, understand with this setup right here on top of my belt and on my belt, I have a handgun and I have extra magazines. I have, I carry normally three extra nine mil magazines plus another M4 magazine. Plus I have another tourniquet and a knife on my belt when all of this is on. And I'm talking, my knife is either this one or this one. So it's, they're either quick and, you know, I can get to these pretty quick and use them pretty quick, or it just depends on what I'm doing. Depends on how fast I'm moving and what I got to do. I mean, I've got a couple different ones. I got a normal bayonet and I've got a a, a specialty knife. But you can get whatever you want. Listen, you, like you stand at parade rest all the time. It's a lot easier to have your hands. Behind and I, you. I don't even have your back, back plate in. So so understand this. This is this is probably right here. In total, you're looking. For everything that I have right here, this is probably about a little over $1,400 spending, buying it. Now, do you have to get this? No. If you get something like this, that's what you need. You don't need this. Listen, what you're buying here is name brand. This is all cry precision. This is what I was issued. All right. This is the reason I have this is because the army gave it to me. I didn't have to buy it. If you have to buy armor, all it needs to do is carry a plate. As long as it carries a plate, you're fine. This was made specifically for me. Like it is fitted exactly to me. If I put this on right now, it fits my body and the contours of my body perfectly. All right. This, that's what this is made for. You're not going to find something like that without spending anywhere between six and $8,000 on it. Just letting you know right now, just telling you right now off the bat, what you want to get is you want to try to find some plates, some ballistic plates that if you can't find up to 762, see if you can find 556. Because if you can find that it will withstand 556, it will withstand a glancing blow from 762. Okay. Because 556 moves faster than 762. The difference between 762 and 556 is mass. That's it. So, if you look at it that way, that's what you want to get. I'm strong, but that's heavy. But it's very heavy. Mm-hmm. And you're right, Lionel. You would have to train with it a lot. You to do. Get used you, to it. you have to. You have yeah. no choice. You have no choice. You have to train with it. You have to wear it. You have to walk around with it because you're not going to get used to the weight. Yep. It sucks balls. Moving right along um, with that. 
Next, guns, <clears throat> which I know you all been dying for. Guns, guns, guns. So, hold that. All right. So, I have two of my rifles here. Okay. This is my mine. Um, the reason that this one is my mind, because this is how I like to shoot. I have them set up for what I want to do. This is this is the way I like to shoot. This is the way I do my shit. All right. Listen, um, it is very much up to you how you want to operate your weapon. You have to again, you have to get used to it. You have to figure out what works for you. For me, this is what works. All right. This, this is my, this is my pride and joy. This is my toy. This is what I like to make sing. All right. Now there's a bunch of different parts to this. There's a reason. So for instance, this grip here, this is because this is the way I was taught to hold a rifle and it's completely different than everybody else has been taught. Trust me, I could try and explain it to you, but it would take too long and we don't have that much time. Talk that it. being said, this is just the way I was taught. It's a different way. It's a different way than everybody else was taught to hold rifles. Now, that's the reason I have a handguard. All right. The other thing I was taught, and I was taught this a very long time ago. And the first thing we're going to go into is handguns with it before we get into rifles. So one of the first things I was ever taught when I went to the special place behind the fence. So when you're holding a gun, 90% of you... 90% of you, when you hold a gun, you do everything in your power to make that gun straight up and down. Okay? You don't have to do that. No. Nope. You sure don't. Why not? Think about it. Where's your recoil at? On a handgun, when you pull the trigger on a handgun, where's your recoil at? The gun does what? When you pull the trigger, the gun goes like this, right? Mm -hmm. So tell me something. If you pulled your gun out, and if I were to hold the gun like this... I mean, I'm doing it with my microphone in the way. If I were to hold it the way you're supposed to, this is very unnatural for my shoulder. Yeah. I, I don't know about you all, but it feels very unnatural for my shoulder. However, if you can't it to the 45, just like this, you can do that. There's nothing wrong with it. Just whatever you do from now on, every time you pull your gun and you start to shoot, you better start out just like that. Now, there's a reason why I bring that up. Because when I got to where I'm at today, or where I was at, I should say, one of the cool things they did to my guns was they did this. We got all these cool guy optics on the guns. For instance, this is a this is a three power magnification scope for a dot sight. Okay, that's just a dot sight. There's no magnification in this. This just puts a laser beam inside this little thing where I can see it and only I can see it. When I put this behind it, it's like adding a scope to it. Now I can see three times that with the power. And it doesn't do anything to my shooting. So, well, Mick, what happens if you go into a room where your batteries don't work? That's a great point. So then they put these on here. Okay. These are 45 degree flip iron sights. So wait a minute, 45 degrees. What are you talking about? So yeah, when I'm <laughs> shooting like this, 
And let's just say all of a sudden you jump in front of me and you try to shoot me. Now I can just roll my gun over to the 45 degree mark and guess what? Boom, now I'm right back on target and I still got sights in front of me. So that's why I say you can always do it. You, you can shoot any way is comfortable. If it's comfortable for you and you can recreate the action every time, do it. But it's got to be comfortable for you and you've got to do it every fucking time you do it. It's kind of just like uh, playing golf. The way you step up to hit a golf ball, you have to recreate that every time before you do it or you won't hit the golf ball the same. Swear to God, it's a proven fact. So next, slings. Um, I don't care what anybody says about slings. Slings are important. I have two different types I normally use. However, both all of my slings connect at the same point. So at the back of the gun here, on most, on most firearms, you have a little dimple back here. And I, I don't know if you can see it or how well you can see it because of the buttstock, but there's a little hole right here. This hole's got a, a ring, a safety ring in it, if you didn't know about it. That tiny little hole, if you take a little nub like this, it's got like four little beads around it. It's got a button on it. You plug it in there, it won't ever come out. It's like an auto, it's like a sling holder. without a, So you don't have to go through your, your buttstock. Why does this work? Well, man, it makes carrying this bitch so much easier because all I got to do is throw my hand over this. And now I can carry it right across my chest and my buttstock is still free to move around. So if I got to smack a motherfucker in the mouth with my buttstock, I can still do that. If I just want to carry it and I've got to come out real quick, I got little rubber bands in this sling that pull it around so I can stretch it out and it gives dynamic tension coming back towards me. Does that make sense? How's that feel on your neck? fine yeah because it never sits on your neck it actually sits right across your shoulders okay right along your shoulder line yeah okay that's why my neck's so fucked up from all those years of walking around in the military yeah because i always kept my gun just like that and it always sat just like that now like i said there's a couple different ones this is for my long this is my long barrel this is a 14 and a half inch barrel right here that's why i use this sling on this gun now on my shorter barrel guns i go a little different so, for instance, on VLAN's Beast, I gave her what I called my tri-mount tri sling. So, she can put this on, okay, mm -hmm. and she can pick up this gun. She can bring pick up my other butte, this gun which also right back here, right has there nipple. has a little nipple. So I can plug this, I can plug this little mount right in the back of this gun too. And she can carry this one with her, her choice. I actually have a bunch of these ends. I just didn't bring the one out for this. Hold on, just pop this out. So she can carry this gun. And all I gotta do is take that out, pop that right in there. So now she can hook up to this gun. And she carries several different guns at once because all of my guns have them. I make sure that they have them. So that way I can use those specific, um, those specific. Um, Sorry, it's a lot more comfortable. There we go. Those specific um, 
yeah, slings. I mean, just so we can use those slings specifically. And she, or she can carry this one. Now there's a bunch of different things you can do. Your optics are crucial. Um, as you see here, I have a hollow sun. Um, normally I keep this in a box. This is kept in my oh shit box for when everything else goes to fucking craziness. I uh, put it in my, um, what are you doing? Click that out, please. All right, well, press the right button. Yeah, there you go. Okay, good. Thank you. All right. Yep. There. Okay. So um, this normally stays in my oh shit box. And the reason I keep that, because this is a solar powered scope. Um, and I keep that normally in the oh shit box. So when the sun's out, this will charge. It will charge the batteries that it currently has in it. So that's my just in case, like, oh shit. This is literally just a handgun. That's all this is. Yep. I will show you that this is just a handgun right now. Yep. There you go. Take that. Mm -hmm. So there you go. There's the handgun and there's the shell. Okay. This is just a handgun. That's all it is. I just got a really cool shell for it. That's all it is. It's pretty sexy. It's a Roni. It's my Roni. Yes. It's a tiny macaroni. It's a macaroni. That's it. With some badass magazines for well, it. That too. I got some really nice stuff for it. But I was trying to take care of it. Mm -hmm. That's all. So that's, I mean, slings are what you make out of them. You can make a sling out of anything. You can make a sling out of an old belt. You can make a sling out of whatever you want. Personally, I like dynamic tension. Um, I want tension on me. I want my gun to pull back against me because when you fire and you get that little bit of recoil, if you have just the smallest amount of dynamic tension, it will pull it straight back straight for you and you'll be good all the time. Now, look, none of this shit is expensive. Do not go out and spend 590 fucking dollars on something you fucking don't need. Let's listen. Those slings were 20 bucks. I bought them on Amazon. I bought eight of them. Why? Because I want my kids to have one and I want them to have a backup because I know how those fuckers lose shit. So make sure you have backups, get enough that you're taken care of, but you don't have to break the bank. You know what the difference between me and you and a set of Oakleys are? <laughs> I have 200 extra dollars that you don't have because you spent them on the stupid sunglasses. It's a fucking waste of money. Don't do it. Don't waste your money. You can buy a, 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 I just found this set. I'm, I'm trying them out. I will let you know if I like them or not. Toro sunglasses. They're scratch resistant, completely scratch free. You can basically destroy these fucking things. You can do everything to them, but shoot them. The only thing they won't do is take a bullet, but they've gone through everything else between throwing them in a pocket, getting dragged through the sand, not having a scratch on the fucking lens. And if you're like me, you got to have clear eyeglasses. You got to have clear sunglasses. I have to. I don't like scratches. I can't stand it when my sunglasses get scratched. It pisses me off. I got to go get a new pair once I scratch them. I don't know. Maybe it's my OCD shit. But I got to tell you, these shits are supposed to be indestructible. I'll let you know. But literally, they cost 50 bucks. I'd rather spend $50 on a pair of sunglasses that'll last for two years than $200 on a pair of sunglasses that'll barely last two weeks. So I'm just letting you know, don't waste your money on them. All right. Literally don't waste your money on fucking stupid holsters either. 
Just because a holster is $300 doesn't mean go waste your money on it. Go buy a $20 holster. Trust me, these things work just as good as the other shits do. Don't waste your... This and fits, it says, let's go Brandon on it. This fits my gun with a flashlight on it. There's go get, don't waste your money. And I have room up here to put an RMR on this. Don't waste your money on bullshit. Go buy the simple $20 holster. It works just the same. I'm dead serious. The only time that I want you to see you spend money, you spend money on guns. I'm down with that. I understand that. That is a place you spend money. You don't spend money on fucking horse shit. Don't waste your money. Optics. Actually, I mean, good horse shit can be really expensive and, and really good, but optics. These days you want variable distance optics. This is a perfect example of a variable distance optic. This is a USO. It is anywhere from three power to 12 power. And I can variate the optic. I can just adjust my focus scope and I can see a lot further or I can see a lot closer depending on what I want. Great for medium ranged rifles. For instance, we had a guy reach out, Zion, if you're out there, brother, he asked me what I should get or what he should get. As you can see, I got the same thing you've got, dude. Difference is I got a little couple extra whammies and jammies on it. You can get one of these. You can buy them at your local fucking, your, your local gun shop. This has got a lit reticle on it. I can turn this reticle on so you can see it at night. In a very low red color, you can see the reticle at night. And you could still take a shot at night in this. All right? There's no reason. You know how much these cost? $350. This is a USO TS 1-6 one, one powered scope. So not that much. Again, you can clip this on to any rail mounted weapon. So for instance, all of my guns have the Knights rail system at the top. Why? Because I want to make sure that I can change out my sight, you know, what I'm doing. For instance, I could put this on her rifle for her because she's like, yeah, I'm not shooting real close. Everything I'm doing is at a distance. Okay, I'll slap this in the on you on for you. I'll just find out where zero mark is and we'll just leave it there. So folks get you some adjustable sites that you can slap on and off weapons, zero them to them, use them at your discretion. Don't forget to do me a favor, go out and buy one of these, not because it's Milwaukee, but just go out and buy one. Guess what? I don't have to do this ever. Sharpen it. I don't ever have to sharpen it. Guess what this is? When I use it, when I put a new blade in it, it is fucking razor sharp. It will circumcise a gnat. All right? Buy you a box cutter, have a bunch of blades on you. It's fucking always good to have in a jam. You can never go wrong. How many guys do I have out there that fucking work with these on a daily basis? I carry this on the daily because this is what I work with at work. You all know that this is a fucking great knife. You won't admit it because it sounds gayer than AIDS. However, my truck drivers out there, how many of you guys have one of these in your pockets right now? I guarantee you do. Guarantee you do. Well worth the money. Last but not least, ear pro. Folks, I can't tell you how important it is. All right. Mm. 
I have a couple guns that are suppressed. Yes. Um, suppressed guns are awesome. Suppressed guns suck, though, when it comes to these, because these are that good. All right. Uh, this is uh, these are Peltors. All right. I've got like five or six pair. I may may or may not have reacquired from the military, um, in which case I gave, you know, I give them to the kids, give them to the wife. The problem with these is if you're firing suppressed, the level in which they will compress noise is at a, at a thousand decibels. Unfortunately, a lot of my guns, when I'm firing a suppressed weapon with um, uh, subsonic ammunition, the decibels that come out of my rifles are under a thousand decibels. So it won't, it won't shut down a suppressed rifle, which isn't a big deal because technically you can fire a suppressed rifle without ear pro on at all. However, I can tell you right now, these are important because if you can't hear what's going on around you, you can't fight. If you can't hear somebody around you running around, you can't fight. Okay. These, I can put these on and I can hear footsteps in the woods. Okay, they they go silent when my rifle starts shooting. All right, these are really important. Get yourself a couple pairs, um, have them on hand for you and your family. So at a minimum, you and your family can talk while you're shooting, while you're fighting. Without having to scream at each other, you'll be able to talk. All right, it's really important to keep people calm that you're not losing your mind and you're not screaming over the top of your fucking lungs. And if you're just talking, it keeps people a lot more calm. Trust me, I know this. Series, guarantee it. All right, so get yourself some ear pro. And then last but not least, you have to have a backup weapon. Now, I've heard a couple different thought processes on the backup weapon. There's a lot of people that tell me your backup weapon should be able to be concealed, kind of like this one. Okay. Yeah, this is cute. I get it. It is cute. It makes other people go, oh, you all did it. You guys saw this and you went, oh, how cute. All right. I get it. It is cute. But look, doesn't mean my backup gun. That's not my backup. That's just my everyday carry. My backup gun. I, I I don't fuck around much. All right. This is a 357 Magnum. So if I get down to this, we're all fucked. But let me tell you something. I'm going to enjoy the last five rounds that come out of this some bitch because they're going to leave grapes, grapefruit size holes and whoever I'm shooting it at. All right. So get you an old wheel gun because you know what wheel guns are? They're fucking scary. Fucking faggots these days don't even know what to do with them. They look at a wheel gun. They're like, oh shit, that man means business. That's what they think. All right. Dead serious. Get you a good old fashioned wheel gun because this little son bitch makes a lot of noise and she's scarier than fuck. And when she fires, there's nothing but smoke, flames, and vinegar flying out of this thing. It is nothing but angry. There's flames. Look, I've got a, a fluted barrel too. I got the fluted barrel for this fucking 44 special right here, baby. Look at that bitch. Ooh. She's got a fluted barrel, so there's nothing but fire coming out of the top of this bitch. And she'll take your ass cheek off at a mile. Trust me. There's no joke with this thing. This thing will, uh, it's almost broke my wrist when I, I reloaded a couple of the rounds once. A little hot. Had a hot load going in there. Let me tell you something. When I pulled the trigger on this bitch, it almost kissed my teeth. I was almost kissing a donkey because that's no joke. This is a Taurus though, 44 Magnum, 
Folks, you can get these all at your local gun store. Defend yourself. Defend yourself. That's what this is all about. Defend yourself. Think about it. Whatever you carry, it has to be functional. It has to make sense. If it doesn't make sense by you, then it doesn't make sense. It's a simple rule to live by. It's one of the ones that I live by most. If it doesn't make sense to me, then I ain't fucking doing it. So go out. You know, if you guys have questions about it, don't, don't be afraid to ask. A lot of people have asked, and I don't have a problem giving advice, and I do all the time. Get stuff that is sensible for you and your family. What is it going to take to defend your family? And I have one contribution to this whole show. Okay. Ooh. I do. Mommy's got a contribution. I do. Because the mother of the apocalypse. It is good and fine to defend your family, but if you are exhausted, starving, and without water, you're not going to be any use to anyone. And that last thing that I said is the most important because when you are exhausted and starving, a good long drink of pure water can go a very long way. It can re-energize you. It can make your stomach think that it's full and then you don't feel hungry. And remember the rule of three, right? You can go three minutes without air. You can go three days without water. You can go three weeks without food. Technically, I can go a little bit longer. <clears throat> Actually, I don't know since I started smoking weed. That might Approximation be rule of three. But three days without water. When you when you hit that third day, you're not moving. You're fucked. Like you're just you're you're basically going to drop and and die in that third day. So, I mean, really, you can go two days without water. So, here's my contribution. It's called a life straw. All right. This is a water purifier. Look. It's got a little thing so you can hang it around your neck. Your kids can use it. It comes either singly or in a pack of three. All right. Each one of these filters a thousand gallons of water, a thousand gallons of water. That means that you can use this for almost three years if you drink a gallon of water a day. Think about that. All right. You can... Stick this in a, a pool of water on the side of the road, in a pond, in a lake, and it will filter out all of the bacteria, the impurities, and you will have pure, fresh water coming into your body. And I can't even tell you how important that is. I, I saw a, um, a chart today. Uh, it was very interesting. It was um, on the rate of disease from 1900 to 1960, which is when most vaccines were put, you know, put into widespread use. And, you know, all these diseases actually came down in like the twenties. And with the invention of purified water. Exactly. All those diseases went away when we started drinking clean water. Clean water is so important. This little thing, it, it's like 10 bucks, 10 bucks for three years worth of pure water for you. So that's my contribution. So seriously, go out. These are all simple things you can get. You can find all this shit. Uh, 90% of it you can find on Amazon. Um, don't, don't feel like you got to get all of it as long as you think about it this way. I always looked at it this way. As long as I can carry enough ammo for me, maybe a little extra, 
And as long as I can carry water for me, maybe a little extra. And as long as I can carry enough food for me, maybe a little extra. And as long as I can carry enough body armor to protect me, I'm good. I'm good. But I got to be able to do all of that stuff. If I can't do that, then what's the point? And set up stash places. So if you know that you're going to be in a particular area, you don't want to be carrying a ton of food with you. You don't want to be carrying a ton of water or even extra ammo with you. So dig a hole in the ground, get a duffel bag um, or a, one of those Ziploc seal bags like for clothes, those airproof bags, right? It, it, mark it somehow and put it in the ground so that only you know where it is. Yeah, one of the lifesaver bags. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, set up stash bags before you're you're going to be you know if you're going to be in an area that's not near your home um scope it out first i mean you don't want to walk into anything blind and and put yourself stash bags in places shit and uh, even on your own property no shit on your own property start looking around how are you going to defend yourself where are you going to make lines draw lines like i have lines drawn i've already figured it out i know where we're going to fight from and where to and where we're going to fall back each time because i don't expect to hold out I expect to fight, push the fight off for them to realize, oh shit, I got to go and fucking figure out my own shit. And then they come back. And when they come back, I know I've got natural landforms. I can keep them very, I can keep them very busy for a very long time. What does your first aid kit look like? And you're refurbishing it right now, but Cisco's asking, what's your first aid kit look like? Gauze, lots of Curlex. Get a lot of Curlex. Why? Bur uh, bullet holes in humans, Curlex. That's the best way to pack a wound. Curlex, Curlex, Curlex. Get as much Curlex as you possibly can get your hands on. Curlex is basically gauze in a roll. And when you unwind it, it becomes a ball or it becomes like long pieces of like gauze, cotton gauze strung out. But if you keep it in the ball, you can dab it in the blood, get it wet and just start packing the wound with the Curlex. Trust me, I had a dude on the side of the road who had a puncture wound up underneath his um in his right in his uh, femoral artery, which is right up here in the pit of your armpit. Mm -hmm. Piece of plastic snapped off, went right up into his arm. When I saw him before I cut the door off, he was perfectly fine. He had a flush face just like me. He looked just like me. As soon as I got the door cut off, the paramedic didn't tape the piece of plastic to his arm. It pulled the piece of plastic out. And when I looked back up at him, there was blood all over me and his face was completely white. Why? Because he was bleeding out because that piece of plastic was up in his femoral artery and it was pumping blood out of his chest. I stuffed it with about eight rolls of Curlex up underneath his arm. We did what we call a power ball and I dabbed a little bit. I made a little ball and I pushed it in there for a pressure bandage and then I just stuffed Curlex behind it and then I wrapped him with a fucking bandage. At first, the doctors were making fun of me when he got back to the fucking hospital and the doctors started taking off all the off all the the Curlex and then the, when they got to it and they saw the power ball, they were like, holy shit, that guy probably just saved your life just saying it works curlex curlex lots of curlex get tourniquets too go get the cat tourniquets you want them why because you can put a tourniquet on you don't need a doctor to take off a tourniquet a lot of the times we used to treat wounds battlefield wounds especially there's a lot of blood no matter what happens gunshots and shrapnel they resonate a lot of blood what's the fastest way to stop that blood a tourniquet you can put a tourniquet on for a very short time to stop blood flow to see if you can heal up the wound. 
meaning you can't put gauze on there fast enough because it keeps bleeding through the gauze too fast. Well, if you put a tourniquet above it and you slow that blood flow down, let me tell you something, you're going to be able to put a lot more gauze and a lot more fucking stuff on there and an actual pressure dressing that might actually stop it without the tourniquet. But you initially have to slow the blood flow down. How do you do that? Well, you put a tourniquet on it. It's the easiest way to do it. You put a tourniquet on it till the blood flow slows and then you put your dressing on and then you let the tourniquet off. And as the tourniquet comes off, because what happens if you don't slow the blood flow at that point, you got to put that tourniquet on anyway. So you might as well just start out with the motherfucker. It's just an easy way to go with it. And then the full med bag also includes like airways. Um, I have airways, IV, IV saving IV, bags. I have IVs. I have airways. I have um, but everything there advanced to include a scalpel. Basic med kit, hydrogen peroxide. Honestly, we use hydrogen peroxide for everything. Um, hydrogen peroxide works for everything. Um, and some distilled water. That's incredibly important as well. Um, Somebody said they wanted me to talk about grain counts too. We're going to talk about that as well. Um, what what else is in there? New skin, um, butterfly bandages. I mean, your standard, you know, band aids and such. Get get a couple. Get ace bandages because ace bandages are good for. I actually uh, prefer vet wrap. That works too because but- vet wrap you can uh, it sticks to itself or you can tear it easily and tie it up together in a knot. So you know you tear half of it around and you tie it together. So um, I. And it's more flexible. Vet wrap has has always been my go to over an ace bandage. Well, get get some vet wrap then. Um, get that, um, and then also you want that. You want anything that you can um, splints. Those are always good because you you, you can find them. Mm-hmm. They're out in your yard. You just got to look for them. You got sticks everywhere. Yeah, J Rod Bacitracin. Also, I like Bactine. Um, I have like spray on Bactine works great. Colloidal silver works great. Mm-hmm. That works great too. You can squirt that in there and guess what? Doesn't hurt. Doesn't do anything, but it cleans out the wound. And ascorbic acid. Yeah, that works too. Vitamin C. So you can get ascorbic acid, vitamin C tablets, right? Um, and of course you can take them. You'd be amazed what vitamin C can do for you when you're not just sick, but injured. It spurs cellular reproduction and healing and all of that like very high dose of vitamin c but you can also crush those pure ascorbic acid tablets down and put them in a wound and it helps clear it out also honey 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 is the best best remedy of all honey will clear up a gun wound in no time flat Mm -hmm. gunshot wounds especially if it's a through and through honey 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 and super glue. Yes, Gio. Thank you. Super glue is huge. Like new skin, Electrical but- tape too. Uh, don't forget about electrical tape. Uh, electrical tape is very good as well. Mm-hmm. Um, duct tape is good as well, but super glue. Yeah. Super glue is what they started out doing surgery with, if you believe it or not. That's how they invented super glue. It was made yeah. by a hospital to keep wounds together. Um, and it promotes skin growth. So think about that. Um, you know, you, you put it on a wound, it's going it, to, it'll heal faster. I'm trying to uh, pine sap as well. Pine sap is another one that does that. You're absolutely right. What's the other pine sap? There's another uh, uh, tar, pine tar. That's the other one. Pine tar will do the same thing as well as pine sap. So tar and sap will do the same thing. The difference is one's a little bit stickier than the other. That's and, it. And both have uh, antifungal, antibacterial, and anti-inflammatory properties. So yeah, 
you can't really go any further from that. Um, moving right along, though, the uh, going back to grain count because um, a lot of people ask questions about grain count. Listen, I'm a lot of I'm of the mindset train as you fight. I am not one of those guys that believes that you should shoot one certain type of bullet when you're shooting at the range and another type of bullet when you're fucking no, 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 just shoot it. Whatever you got, shoot it. Seriously. It doesn't matter. Don't say it's range ammo because guess what? It's not range ammo. You're going to shoot it. Eventually one day it will come to save your life. So don't say that something's range ammo or something's not just because the grain counts different. No, shoot it because that's what you shoot. The more and more you shoot the same thing over and over again, the more and more you'll be able to call what your bullet's going to do. Because if you are constantly shooting, that's why, for instance, snipers, they use match grade ammunition. Match grade ammunition gives you the, the same details, the same spin coast, uh uh, characteristics and all of the different coefficients that come with ammo and grain count. That's why they get the same result each time they pull the trigger because they fire the same type of ammunition each time. I have a bunch of different ammo. Um, I don't have, I have one same grain count for my, on my 223. Uh, if anything for your long rifles, I would go with the same grain count. On your handguns, it really doesn't matter. It's six and one half dozen the other. Whether you're 100, whether you're firing 145 grain or 160 grain, uh, nine millimeters in material, they're both the same. They're both one's going to be a little louder. Uh, one's going to be uh, have a lot more recoil because it's going to be a higher. It's going to be a higher fucking uh, a hotter load in the bullet, meaning it's going to have a lot more punch. Um, but honestly, there's not much difference. It's very small, very minimal when you're talking about hand, handguns. When you start getting into rifles and you're talking about match grade ammunition, that's where you're talking about constantly hitting the same target at 300 yards or 500 yards or whatever you're shooting. So if, if I was shooting like a 7.62, I'm shooting at 500 yards. If I'm shooting uh, 5.56, I'm shooting at 300 yards. Um, I should be consistently hitting the strike zone and it should be the same for each, for each fucking uh, round I'm firing. All right. <clears throat> if that makes sense. Uh, price. Oh shit. Price of ammo. Well, good luck with that one. Um, I've looked everywhere for ammo. Um, the cheapest I found it so far is cheapammo.com or cheapammo.com. Um, Really, as long as you're getting 223 or 556, they're both the same. 223 and 556 are exactly the same. All they're referencing is the difference in the millimeter. And in the military, when we say 556, it's 5.56 millimeter because that's what we shoot. They're pretty much the same bullet. There's no real difference. Just get it and shoot it. Uh, red tips are, um, red tips are the uh, uh, tracer. Green tip is just green tip. That's all it is. All it is is a red tip is a tracer round. It fires a phosphorescent um, alloy that is compressed around the tip of the bullet. And as the bullet clears your barrel because of the friction in the barrel, it starts to burn. And as that puppy burns, it'll burn straight through the flight of the bullet. That's the only difference. If you get a red tip, that's pretty badass, actually. You'll have a lot of fun with it, um, especially if you're tripping balls. But I wouldn't recommend doing that. Um, with that, though, the ammo 
really ammo is ammo. You're going to, you want to carry what everybody carries in America. Really right now, what everybody's carrying in America <laughs> is either nine millimeter or five, five, six or two, two, three. Um, it would be cool to get, I mean, I'd love to get one more rifle. Um, maybe in the future I want to get a 6.8, but and a 22. Yeah. Cause I want to get the Gator. Yeah, I want to get the, the Gator gun. Mm -hmm. And that, I want that completely suppressed. So the Gator can't hear me shooting at it. My neighbors can't hear me shooting at it. Actually, I told our I told our neighbor that, the one that's active that lives across the street. And he was like, oh, well, I got a friend that makes suppressors, so I can help you with that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I needed a suppressor that so made for my 556, so I don't make any noise. Um, but you know, mixed right ammo is so expensive right now. It's kind of ridiculous how expensive it is. So, uh, when he was teaching me to shoot, because the most important thing is muscle memory. And that, I mean, that's true of everything, right? That's the same thing I learned growing up on, on horses. It's all about muscle memory and that, that instinct, that being able to relax. The first time I shot my gun, my handgun at the gator, like I was kind of surprised and I was, I was excited and I was tense. And then I remembered what Mick taught me and the gun felt comfortable in my hands and I'd shot it before, just not with a live round. And I, I relaxed and I let my arms go loose and I did what he guys showed you before and, and I hit the gator. But the reason I was able to do that was because I had shot my gun so many times before, even though I'd never used a live round. And I did that with this. Okay. This is the best way to teach somebody how to shoot. This is the iTarget Pro. All right. It comes with, you got to buy these separate. Uh, I bought these all at once just really for her because I wanted her to get used to handling the gun. But it comes with laser rounds, different laser rounds for different bullets. You know, so this is a nine millimeter, this is five, five, six. You can practice with your rifle. You can practice with your handgun and you put your phone right here and your phone looks at this. And then it judges your score as to where the laser hits. Okay. This is the best. You get instantaneous feedback. Um, it tracks all of your shooting. So it tells you where you've done good, what days you shot good on, what days you didn't shoot good on. This is the way to go. You want to teach somebody how to shoot that's never fired a gun before. This re re uh, requires. So for instance, I'll give you an example. They come for the headset there. So there goes the bullet. Okay. So now I got the bullet in here. I can pull the trigger and well, if it would well, it's not resetting for some reason. Why isn't that resetting? There it goes. Yeah, but it's not. No, still not done. No fucker. Might have expanded. Might have to reset the... Oh, the O-ring's blown. Oh. We got to get a new O-ring for it. Okay. That's fine. I got a bunch. Anyway, it normally fits inside the gun and it slides right in. Not a problem. And then all, what, it, what it does, what it allows you to do is reset your gun. It won't let me do it right now because it's... Because the O-ring's blown. The O-ring's blown, but I just got to reset the O-ring on it. Put a new, I wonder if it'll work on this one. Let me see. But the idea is you want to use this for, uh, you load it, 
and it requires you to actually pull the trigger. Yeah, see, it won't let me, mm -hmm. it won't go seat properly in the chamber, so it's not going to do it. Dang. All right, well, I have to fuck with that. Get a new O-ring for it. But either way, you can put these in your weapon. And the object is it gives you instantaneous feedback on your shooting. So as you shoot it, you'll get a little laser beam after it hits it. And on the phone, it will keep track of how you're doing. Um, you can also get the new things, the, um, see, I just pulled it right off. Mm -hmm. Popped right off. Uh, that one's rotted too. Look at yep. that. They're both rotted. Cheers. Damn. It's from being outside in the heat. Yep. Um, but what it does do is it gives you the instantaneous feedback. It lets you know what you're doing is what you're doing is right or wrong. Oh, there we go. See now it fits. And so now I can pull the trigger and it will give me a laser beam and it'll shoot it at the at this freaking target. And every time that I do it, I can get instantaneous feedback. Not only that, the new stuff that they got with this, um, they now have a timer. So now you can pull out, it will track from the time that you draw it to the time that you actually pull the trigger at the right target because it'll give you three different targets. And when you pull that trigger, it will time you from the time that you draw the weapon to the time you pull the trigger for the first time. So they have a lot of different cool cool stuff that's that they're they're doing with this technology, which is really badass. And I like it. Um, and it works. That's the nice part. And you can ask Velen if it works or not because yeah, the first time literally she fucking how I smoked, that, smoked that gator. So yep. I can tell you that it works and we don't get any money, money from them, but go check them out. Go check out iTarget, iTarget Pro and get yourself one of those. Um, the rest of this stuff, though, I mean, there really, really isn't a whole lot more. Um, there's little stuff like this. Um, this is the grip pod system. It's a bipod and a, a grip for the front of your rifle. So you can automatically open this up like a bipod and it's a bipod for the front of your rifle. If you want it, um, there's small stuff out there like that. These are, that's worth the money. Um, I haven't broke one yet and I've had these for years. Give you an idea. Um, magazines P mag is the way I would go if I were you, uh, or metal. Either P Mag or Metal. Make sure they're real P Mag magazines. Um, I wouldn't waste your time with Metal magazine, um, the the fake ones because they're just a waste of money. I just get the fake fake shit and or the the real shit and be happy. Spend the money, spend the extra money on it, so that way you know. Um, windowed or non-windowed is immaterial. I don't care which one you go with. Um, personally, I have a little bit of both. I have some windowed. I have some non-windowed magazines. I really don't fucking care. They work, and they work repeatedly. Um, I have in upwards of 200 magazines. Tammy, I mean, the, uh, sorry, babe. The iTarget Pro really isn't expensive. No. How was, much, how much like did that 200 cost? 200 bucks. Yeah, okay, $200. It's like $200 for the whole system. Yeah, including the, the laser sight bullets. Yep. So, um, it really wasn't that bad. Yeah. Um, you can do other. There are other ones out there. They're just the same. They they go by a different name. I don't think they're iTarget. They go by something else. It's like Strike Force or something like that. You can go with that too. Um, that's what I would uh, go with. The one that's the cheaper one. They're both the same technology though. There's no different. There's no difference. Um, outside of that, when is go shopping with Mick Day? <laughs> and how much cash should we bring? Well, fuck, sweetheart. You don't have the money. If we're really going to go shopping, you don't have the money to go shopping with me because I'll do crazy shit like go buy Arteric shit. And Arteric's are fucking 
those are ridiculous. That is ridiculously expensive. If you've never seen any of the Arteric stuff, whew, no joke. I mean, they didn't even issue that shit to me in the army. Christ's sake. We do have to smoke, though. Mm-hmm. I've been babbling for like two hours now. No, you've been doing great, babe. And it's only been like an hour and a half. Well, let's smoke first. Okay. Before we babble some more, because we got more babbling to get into. I've got more. I've got other plans, too, to talk about some other stuff, too. And we're going to talk about some different stuff. Well, you go ahead with that. Well, I uh, start loading this up. Well, we're going to smoke. Okay. Wait a minute. What the fuck just happened? What did you just do? I don't know. Everything's on top you of everything. You have everything on top of everything else. I really do. I got everything like right here right now. I don't know why. Oh, because I've been going through it. That's why. Yeah. We've been playing show and tell. No shit. So get you at least, if I were you, things you need. For the, as um, I, I started this out with the. Uh, Close. No. As uh, we're going into the oblivion with the opening song, um, I, I agree that I think something's coming. At a minimum, you got a family of how many? If you've got a family of three, that means you got at least two shooters and one person reload. So think about it that way. That's the way I look about it, look at everything. In in my family, we've got two, three shooters. Mm-hmm. We have two true shooters. Mm-hmm. We've got three, though, that could shoot. I've got more than enough guns for all of them to Technically, shoot. Technically, we have four that could shoot because... Yeah, Liam can. Liam's a hell of a shot. Liam's another one that's fucking... He's right <laughs> on there. Um, but again, I look at it that way. I look at what I have. I need people to reload. I need people to move around and do other things for me. I need stuff to get turned on and other stuff to, um, I need to collect, collect up a couple things. Um, I look at it this way. You can, you got a choice. You can plan ahead ahead of time. Like right now I've got a basic plan of defense for my house. I know exactly where we got to go, what we got to do, what we've got to lift and put in place. That's it. And for the neighborhood in general, because we know where we got to, where we can block it off and and you know have basic defensive systems for make some things impassable going yes. further out yeah so i can make it if i can make it impossible for you to get in my neighborhood then that's what i'm going to do because i'm going to protect all my neighbors because that will stop them from getting antsy to want to come over and try and steal my shit and honestly that was kind of a big selling point on the house is that the defensibility of the neighborhood itself yeah so so you definitely want to check that out um Shit is pouring down rain. She was cleaning containers for seeds outside drying. Well, fuck. Now they're going to get cleaned again and then have to dry again. See how that works. You don't need to carry 45s. You don't need to carry 40s. You don't need to carry the big, big boy shit. You want to be able to get back on target really quick. You want to be able to kill whatever's coming after you. Sometimes one round's not going to do it. Yeah, will one round of a 45 do it? Yeah, it will. But what if you miss? Exactly. How long is it going to take you to get back on, on, on target? When I do um, my nine millimeter, I can get right back on target real quick, fast and in a hurry. Um, what about 12 gauge tripwire poppers? Oh, I got some of those. I got some other things. I got some even more fun than that. I've got better ones that I do with batteries and those are even more fun. Uh, Cisco said, Mick, yesterday's shooting was in Texas as an, at a mall. That mall, I believe, is a gun-free zone regulated by the property. Would you still carry? Yep. Fuck Yeah. I still carry in church. Absolutely. So the other thing, come on. I carry, look, folks, there's nothing. All right. 
just like with weed, there's nothing that I don't do high. There's nothing that I don't do without a handgun. True story. Literally. You, it would take you... I don't go anywhere without a handgun. I don't fucking care who it is. I don't care whose house it is. I don't go anywhere without a handgun. You should learn to live by those rules. You should learn to live by the rules of never going anywhere without a, a, a knife. But you should never go anywhere without a gun, period. Period. You should always have, even if it's not on you, you should be able to fall back to your gun. Does that make sense? So... Mick yells at me, like I said, about not carrying everywhere because I hate wearing a belt and I didn't have one that would hold a gun anyway. So he got me this bag, right? Plus, I used to carry this huge bag. He called it my tomb like I could hide a small child in there. So She could. <laughs> All you ladies know what I'm talking Except about. Except it was so full of shit that I probably couldn't fit anything else in there. So he downsized me. But the great thing about this bag right here, okay, and it has all kinds of pockets and things you can hang shit on, you know, but back here... I release. Oh. And would you look at that? Paul. It's got her little pouch for her gun. So, honestly, wherever I have my purse, wherever I go and my purse is on me, I'm carrying. You still prefer it on your hip because you love to walk out the garden without your purse. This is true. I do. And uh, every time you've walked out of the garden, the goddamn gator's been there. And if you had your gun on you, you could have shot it. I by know. the time I get out there, it's too late. Today, I was walking outside, and uh, the little one, I was trying to herd the chickens from across the street, and I saw the little one in the cove, and I was like, gator, get out of here, and he just left. I was probably, you know, I mean, I was on the other side of the, the road from him, so... Now I'm talking to fucking gators. Yeah, but again, you don't need anything special. You don't have to spend $3 million on shit. You, you, the difference between a guy that wears Oakley's and a guy that wears fucking some knockoff brand of fucking sunglasses mm -hmm. is the guy that's got the knockoff brand. He's still got $300 in his wallet. But don't buy the knockoff magazines. because Yeah, don't do that. That is a waste. I'll tell you that right now. Buy PMAG or buy Glock or buy whatever magazine you have. Whatever magazine works best in your gun, run the actual magazine. You buy the cheap shit, it'll never work. It will never work. It fucking sucks. Just buy Glock magazines, buy your normal standard magazines, buy PMAG. Yep, you're going to spend a dollar extra, but it might as well do it. It's your fucking life, all right? It's the difference between you living and dying. What do you want to do? Personally, I ain't going to take a chance on that. I'll go ahead and take the fucking actual Glock magazines and the actual PMAG magazines. Fuck that shit. I actually have the PMAG thousand round magazine too. So the one that goes underneath the the rifle. Yeah. Good luck with that one. If I ever put that one in, we're really fucked. Everything's gone to shit. Cause that's a thousand rounds right there. Yeah. What, 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 what is he wasting my time now with? He's not, I am. Oh, okay. What are you wasting my time now? with? At, logistics. Okay. Well, either way. It's about that time. It is that time. Break you it forth. And this one, new one, got a new one from Mark Jason Walker. Great one still, but I like it. It's got a little bit of an intro, a little bit of a catchy intro. A lot more Justin. Like it. Thunder. 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 Thundercats. <laughs> 
So get it ready, light it up. Cause uh, we're about to smoke it now. And my wife went way too early. No, on I didn't. That one. All right, you got that one. You always say I go early and I hit it perfect. And you're always going too late. You gotta trust me on that timing, babe. Sometimes you need to keep going when you think you're gonna stop. <laughs> Sometimes you need to go a little earlier. <laughs> Ask Seamus about that. <laughs> That's how he almost poked his eye out the other day. He finally, I saw him napping on the bed with Annie on the other side of the bed from Annie without his head up her ass. So just walk past Wolverine. <laughs> That's why I don't do cheap mags, Leo. Leo said my problem with the cheap mags is when I keep them sitting around loaded, they start springing all the rounds and they also spread out and won't go into the rifle. <laughs> That's why I don't do the cheap mags. That's why I, every two months, I'll unload all my magazines, take the, undo the bottom part of the magazine, pull the spring out and stretch them out and then put, reload them all. You do that every two months, I you're good. You one Lindsay is really good too. I like the end. FBI knocks on your door. What do we tell him? Nah, bear. Nah, bear. Nah, bear. FBI, Bob. FBI, Bob. Love it. Love it. Awesome. <clears throat> awesome. Even better. Either way. McLeana mm -hmm. uh, would like you to look at the Spartan armor and tell her if you think it's good. Okay, go release discretion. Um, okay. Now, with that pads, you said pads. I read pads in there. Um, look, I've been shot without pads on. And I can tell you right now, even if I had pads on, I still would have had broken ribs. Doesn't It doesn't change anything. 
Does that make any sense? Pads are pretty much pointless, and the scratching is out. But uh, pads really don't change anything. They don't stop anything. They don't make anything anything better. 90% of the pads, all they're there for is knife protection. Guess what? Knives aren't going through um, body armor anyway, ballistic level body armor anyway, so it doesn't really matter. Pads are a waste of time. Uh, really, all you need is the armor. Honestly, you just need the hard set armor. That's it. Period. Get the armor, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Pop this back out, baby. Yeah, yeah. You I was looking at so this. Lazy. I'm looking at the Spartan. I don't see it in here, so I don't know. We'll have to look it up somewhere else. You probably have to look actually on Google. Yeah. The only other one that I heard like questionable shit about was Dragon Armor, and even that I've heard that Dragon Armor actually works. It's different for everybody. Um, our body armor is like what what you've used. What I know works is what I was shot wearing. And what I was shot wearing were the plates that I have in my vest right now. And I know those worked. And they took three rounds. And they broke a lot of fucking ribs. But they took three rounds and I'm still here for it. So, fucking A. But Spartan does. Okay. Let me see. There you go. No, that's rough. Yeah, that's yeah, it's the same thing. AR-550, is that what you're looking at? Is that what you're looking at, Liana? The AR-550? Now, look, there is a difference between steel and the armor I have. I don't have steel. The armor I have is all Kevlar. These are steel plates. Um, steel is going to be a lot thinner. Uh, it will not penetrate, but I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to need pads with steel because steel won't, over, won't only just break ribs, uh, they will shatter ribs. And uh, that sometimes can be way worse. So definitely, if you're going to get steel, get pads for it because um, that's no joke. They, they will fucking shatter your ribs. That is not not a good idea. I'm looking at the Spartan armor right now, madam. Um, if you go with steel, all I'm saying, if you're going to do steel, steel is going to be a little bit heavier. Overall, it offers the same level of protection. Uh, they're both ballistic level three uh, compatible. Um, the biggest difference is where you're going to have a lot more broken ribs, I'm only going to have a couple. Could Neely be an OD case? John said, make that aggressive hobo in New York named Neely had the same look on his face when fighting the riders subduing him. Could Neely be OD? I think he meant OG case, maybe an OG case. Like an original, like he was like uh, possibly like one of those groups that were drugged. The Uh, the same look as Floyd when he was subdued. Yeah, it could be. It could be. Uh, yeah, you see, this is the deal. Uh, the kid that subdued him, the the position that he was using, it was it's not a chokehold. It's a carotid hold. Um, understand, when it's applied, the neck 
this part of your neck actually sits in the crux of your elbow, in your forearm, in your bicep. Two steel plates. Hold on. Go back up. Go back up. Two steel plates. One AR-560 side plate. Side plate's kind of pointless. Carrier plate times one. Okay, good. Hey, uh, Liana, what are you looking at? This is 550 bucks. What are you talking about? $700. That's a level, that's level three protection or above. Mm -hmm. Oh, plus the. Oh, trauma, trauma plate. Yeah. Two sets of trauma plates. And a tough I, hook hanger, a plate carrier no, hanger. You, you can get rid of the fucking hanger and get rid of the fucking two little fucking baby plates. You don't need the baby sappies. You don't need those at all. All right. Trust me. Once you start using this, everything you're going to do, you're going to learn what I call a square your shoulders. When you square your shoulders, you put your plate directly in between you and your threat. All right. Because you want that taking the bullet. If you get shot. You want it going in that fucking plate. You don't want it going anywhere else on your body. So you square your shoulders to the target. Every time that you ever, you'll never see me fire from the side because I don't fire from the side. I never open this, expose this part of my body to you because I don't want you to shoot me here. I want you to shoot me right here. If I'm going to take a bullet from you, I'm going to take it right here in the chest because then I'm going to get up and I'm going to fucking kill your ass. You're dead. But, um, hmm. Yeah, that that's fine. I, I would do that. It, here it says you don't need the two side side pieces of armor, um, and don't. The other thing too, a lot of people got into this big thing about armor that has to be able to fall off your body. That's gayer than AIDS, folks. All right, look, uh, your, your body armor, ditching your body armor in a hurry. Yeah, that was um, back in the day when we were actually worried about being trapped in vehicles. If this happens here, if it happens now, I'm not worried about ditching my body armor because I guarantee I'm not going to be in a vehicle to begin with. So my vehicles, my body armor is going to stay on, on me, period. I'm not worried about that. Um, but yes, I would go do, that would be fine body armor to get. And that would work. That would do exactly the same thing mine does. No different. I would uh, recommend that. Yes. I've never used it. I've never been shot in it. I can't tell you how comfortable it is, but it looks like it would do the same according to what they're promoting. It would do the same thing my my body armor currently does. So go get it. If you're going to get it, looks like it's worth it. Don't worry about the fucking hanger and don't get the side plates. You don't need those. You need the one in the front and the one in the back. That's what you need. I want a John Wick fucking Kevlar coat and shirt. How's that? I, I don't. That super thin one? Nope. Don't. Nope. Nope. Yeah. I've been shot. Nope. Nope. Don't want to have anything <laughs> to do with that. Okay. Because that's not called broken ribs. That's called fucking you're smashed ribs. And fuck you, you're, you're going to be hurting for a while after getting <sighs> shot in that. Okay. That's no, that nope, no, nope. Another nope, situation where thicker is better. Yes. Yes. <laughs> one of the few times that the added cushion is very good for the pushing. <sighs> okay. I think uh, that is why the New York police did not arrest the riders that subdued Neely. They may have no, known, known that he was a he had 44 assault priors and a warrant yep. for assault. He assaulted he, the guy that killed him not even the day before. Yeah. He and, punched him in the head. And he punched a 67-year-old woman in the face so hard that she broke her, her orbital, like 
she broke her face. Like she, her fucking nose was smashed in. Her eyes were broken. Like he punched her that hard in the face. So yeah. I, I I'm sorry. I I disagree <clears throat> in the whole sincerity of this case. In in that that I, I I believe that the state of New York is derelict in their duties, not only as a state in protecting the citizens of the state, but they are also derelict in their duties in protecting that of the mentally ill and the homeless. Yeah. Uh, they have done nothing to cure their homeless problem in New York City. They have done nothing to fi fix any part of their job problem in New York City, nor have they done anything to take care of any part of their own people in New York City. This is really this is on New this is what New York City voted for. And in a way, I, I don't care how many counties in New York City go red. They they really deserve this. And I'm, I'm a former New Yorker, so I'm allowed to say this shit. It is my bottom line that, look, you fucked around. You voted for this shit. Now, now you get to find out. Yeah. Now you get to now you get to deal with it. Mm. And that is my. You wanted Shangri-La? This is your Shangri-La. Here you go. You um, wanted a liberal fucking depository for all the bullshit? It's what New York City is right now. And you can't even have a gun there to protect yourself, regardless of the fact that the Supreme Court said you could. They still don't care. Yeah. All right. Um, Mick, do you have sops, uh, sites that you can go shop at with your type of body armor? No. <laughs> it was made exclusively for the military. No, it was made exclusively for me. But that brand. No, 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 no. That is made exclusively for me. Those this comes from a different company that that came from where I was when I was behind the fence. That mm. was all of the stuff that they gave me that was made specifically for me. Like I got my hand grips, I got everything I used to carry on my guns that were molded to my hands. I think she means the body armor. I know the body armor itself too, the chest plate, the back plate, everything was formed to my body. So it fit my body exactly. So they knew exactly where my chest rose, where mm -hmm. it fell, when I was breathing heavy, where my b body was touching the armor. It was made specifically for me. You can't find that. However, the closest thing you can find to mine uh, that I've ever seen online. Um, it was at. I think it, the, the closest I've ever seen was cry. And cry, those are about $4,000 for a set of plates is what you're going to be spending. So it's not cheap. Uh, it's C-R-Y-E, cry precision. Um, their tactical clothing brand uh, company, if you go in there, you can look in there. They're, uh, they have the plates. They have their armor plates in there. Um, and I believe they even have... Um, dragon skin as well i believe they also um sell dragon skin they're about the closest that i would ever come to if i was going to recommend a brand um they're about the closest i'd come to recommending just because of how well their shit works and they make the top of the line i mean that is the company socom um everybody uses um, I know, I know, I know, Liana. Um, I'm not 
You, you don't want to spend, trust me, you, you don't need that. Okay. Unless you're, you, we're going, if we're talking about home defense and protection right now, which is what I thought we were talking about, because that's the way I worded this. Mm hmm. Because that's why we would have a gear queer episode, um, because we're talking about home defense and protection, which is exactly what we're talking about. You don't really need much over that. That will do then everything and then some. The difference between mine and yours is if you got that one that you were talking about, Liana, your padding isn't uh, integrated with the the shield itself where mine is integrated so the shock absorption on mine is a little bit better than what it would be on yours where yours is going to be yours is probably going to ripple a little bit more than mine will but you're not going like you'll feel a dent behind yours where i'm not going to feel anything behind mine it'll still be smooth if that makes sense It's just the difference in the plate, but that'll do the same job. No difference. I mean, they both work. Just remember, too, when you're putting the plate on. When you're wearing your plate, okay? You want your shoulders. See how my, my shoulders came in, and I can, uh, I'm trying to touch my shoulders together. In between my arms here, I'll try and get the microphone a little bit out of the way. So I'm trying to touch my shoulders like that. As long as you can do that and it's you can keep it there with your biceps, it's the right size. As long as it comes, there's a V, a natural V in your right underneath your neck. Everybody's got it. It's in your breastplate. So start of your breastplate. That should be no longer than the tip of your, like the first knuckle in your thumb. The plate should be no further below that. All right. And then when you wrap to the sides, your, you should be able to hold your plates straight from your rib cage out with your fingertips just on the plate. And they, you should be able to hold the plate and it won't go anywhere. And right now, if you could see it, which you really can't, but I'm just holding the plate with my fingertips. That's how you know that the plate is properly fitted to you. Now, if it's a, a little bit wider or a little bit bigger up here, not a big deal. It's when you start getting smaller. What the real big deal is here is what you're looking for with the plate is right here. Because right here is where your heart is. Yeah, you need proper coverage or what's the point? So as long as this part of your chest is covered with your plate, you are good. <clears throat> if this part of your plate is not covering your chest or there's no coverage here, you're fucked. Understand? Yep. All right. So that's just the fitting of the plate. Um you it shouldn't be so big that you can't put your arms together you should still be able to move your you should still be able to touch your shoulders if you can't touch your shoulders it's too big all right I'm trying to think what else what else what haven't i talked about yet mm. 
Mm-hmm. Boots, shoes, and socks. Those are the most important things in my life, personally. Um, my feet, I always take care of my feet because when cars don't work anymore, the only thing you have left are your LPCs. So a go bag. Make sure you got a good pair With of shoes. A good pair of shoes and an extra pair of socks. Lots of socks. Mm-hmm. Lot, as many socks as you can carry. I always carry more socks than I carry anything else. Um, and uh, yeah, have a go bag packed. Make sure you're ready to move and, or at least ready to defend yourself. Put stuff in your house where it makes sense, all right? If you get those cool, there's all these really badass hidden shelves, mirrors and stuff that aren't mirrors, um, and all these different things like flags with places to hide guns. Honestly, where do you need them? Where do you think you need them? Think about it. Where are the two most vulnerable points of your house? It's super easy to find. I mean, the framing inside your walls works as a natural shelving for your guns. It's super easy to cut out some sheetrock, stick a mirror over it, and be, I mean, you can just pull that off the wall and grab your guns. You can go more high tech and you can do the whole thing with the sliding thing and the lock and yada, yada. But honestly, you can just cut a hole in your wall, stick some guns in there right by your front door and stick a mirror over it or stick a picture over it. So your most vulnerable point at your house is right there at your front door. What do you, what do you have at your front door? Do you have the, does your wife, if she went to get a package because somebody knocked on the door to drop off a package, does she have the wherewithal to grab the weapon to shoot back? You know, 90% of these robberies are happening in a daytime when they find out that the wife is home alone and nobody else is there. So this delivery man who's already in the neighborhood kicks in the door and goes after the wife and fucking robs the house, kills the wife in the process. You know, what what do you have at your front door? What do you have? That's why I'm always picky about her. Yeah, carry a gun with you. Why? Because they come in the door, you got a gun right there. Boom, you just pulled it out of your pants and you're already engaging. And that motherfucker's running like a little bitch. I mean, I also have two giant dogs that will fuck them up. (laughs) You know. But, I mean, these are all the questions, you know, how do you have your, you know, Everybody says, uh, or even something easy, right? Do you have a, like an umbrella holder, literally a bucket at your front door to stick umbrellas in, you know, you can make it fancy. One of those like, um, smaller vase, right? Stick a, a, a small handgun at the bottom of that. It's super easy to get to your kids. Aren't going to find it. I, I mean, I, I look at it this way, you know, you know, who, when I was a kid, if my parents never told me that they did something, I would have never known it happened. It's when that they told me that they did something that I fucked with it. So think about it that way. You put a shotgun upside down in, in your fucking, I don't know, in your coat rack, and it's sitting right there. And when you open the door and you have the ability to fall back and grab a fucking shotgun, let me tell you something, you're going to change that person's mind real quick, fast, in a hurry like or if you have a, clo- a coat closet in your, your front hallway or something. Yeah. Stick a shotgun back in there. Hide it. I mean, make it, but make it to where you and your wife know where it's at, where you guys can get to it 
or your wife can get to it, or your wife has something on her to defend herself with. What's, what's the point in doing all this if we're not going to, if we're going to walk around as sheep? And hold on, I'm going there because I did bring up kids for a second. I said your kids wouldn't find it. Honestly, if you have guns in your house, it should not matter if your kids find them or not, because your children should already know that they're not toys. They should know how to take them in part, put them back together, load them, unload them, and basic safety from the time that they can comprehend. Generally, like four. I think we started gun safety lessons with the boys at four, yep. right? Gun safety lessons. The more they know, the less likely they are to shoot them. And the more they do with them, the more respect they have for them. It's kind of like hunting. Yeah. You know, if you never take your children out hunting, they never learn or respect the whole part of it, the art of the hunt. All right. My kids will know when they go out and they shoot an animal, we're going to harvest the animal. We're going to start doing it right then and there. They get to get their hands all bloody. They get to see all the sick shit they don't want to do. But they're going to learn that there's a reason we do that because now we're feeding all these other animals with the guts that we're leaving behind. And we're saving the best part for us. And they're going to understand, oh, that's why we do this. That's the point. It uh, all gets returned back to nature. Cisco said Mick is the most vulnerable door in the house, the garage door. No, that's the least vulnerable door. Yeah. Actually, that's, most... that's the slowest to go up. So, you know, you have warning if someone opens your garage door, even now that they can be hacked. So many are attached to, you know, like the, the MyQ yeah. or the apps or whatever, where your, your garage door opener, your motor is literally attached to your phone. You can open it with an app. I can open our, I, I can still open our old garage door an hour away with the app on my phone if I wanted to, because they never changed that shit. And the new owner never changed that shit. It just keeps getting passed down, right? So yes, and those can be hacked very, very easily. But when someone uses that to open your garage door, or even sometimes just a garage door opener, <clears throat> I say you drive down the street, not your street, and just hit your garage door opener and see if it opens anyone else's garage door. Because I've seen it do that sometimes. Because there's only so many different programs on so many different garage doors, and some, and they they carry the same ones sometimes. So, um, that but that is still your least vulnerable point of entry because you usually, unless you have one of those whisper quiet motors, which mix all about, and I fucking hate because you can't hear it opening. Or shit, I hated it. <laughs> After that first day, we got it, and you were behind me all of a sudden, yeah. suddenly of all, and yeah. I almost turned around and killed you. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you hated it because yes. you couldn't hear the door open. Couldn't hear the door open. But um, I'd say your your most vulnerable point of entry in your house is not a door. It's probably a window, especially have ones that are basically like I'm No, that's not true. Staring that's, at not, that's not true. It's mm. not true. Okay. Well, no, it's not true like a, a sliding glass door, I was thinking. Nope, that's not true at all. Um, cause I got bad news for you. Your front door, your front door, or like your, your, uh, like a side door or something like that. The most vulnerable point in your house is your front door normally, because your front door, you have, you're going to go to it. Somebody knocks on it. You're going to unlock it. You're going to open it. Cause you don't expect someone to attack you from the front door. Exactly. Yeah. So think about it. It is your most vulnerable point at that point. You just think somebody's going to stand there. That's why we've always had full glass in between us and them. And that door was locked because that glass, uh, 
gives you, you can still talk through the glass. You don't have to open that door. And then you can wait also for the fucking psycho dogs to walk around you and be like, hi, I'm a pony, not really a dog. I will chase you down and beat the shit out of you and eat the shit out of you. Or before that, it was a Malinois. Before that, it was a husky. Whatever it is, it doesn't matter. The dogs are fucking scary. Get a big, scary dog. Seriously, get a big, scary dog. Get a big, scary dog. They don't have to be that big. They don't actually have to be scary. They just have to look the part. As long as they can look the part, like, fuck, they listen to you. And, you know, I always like the, the Kevin Hart bit. Everybody asked me, hey, does that dog bite? Not me. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I, I give Kevin Hart all the credit in the world because he's absolutely right. You're damn right. He don't bite. Don't bite me, but... <laughs> Leo said, I feel the safest in our house in Florida. The exterior doors open out and we had hurricane glass. I, you know, I tell you what, we had like fucking category five hurricane glass in our old house. Like I had, or actually just the sliding glass door. Um, That's not true. All the glass, all the windows. The, the rest the of them were fours. The glass door was five because uh, yeah. we put that in separately. We were like, the whole house is going to blow away and we're all going to be fucking floating on this, this goddamn glass door right no 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 no. but no we had we also had the three thousand dollar uh garage door put in too well okay that's true and that, 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 was, bitch was, uh, insane that too. was hurricane force that was i had that hurricane forced as reinforced as yeah. well and let me tell you something the whole house would have been gone but the windows and the garage door would have been, would have been standing right strong. there right but i always felt like i i felt the same like i always felt like that thing was while not quite bulletproof, it would probably stop the first few before it spider webbed into, you know, no, no, no. The, beauty, the beauty of those windows. Yes. Bullets will pass through them. However, first of all, they're not going to blow out. Yeah. And second of all, the really badass part is when they start to bang on them with anything else. If they try to like take a two by four and get through them, you won't be able to get through that glass with it. Trust me, I have tried. Oh, yeah. As a firefighter, we that's one of the big things we train on is is hitting because you've got to hit hurricane glass in exactly the right point with exactly the right gear with the right tool to pull it just to hook it and pull it out. And it takes a while to do that. We don't even like doing that shit. So. I can tell you right now, that is not the weakest point. If you've got hurricane glass, trust me, you are good. That shit can withstand. Like they have um, hurricane glass at the Savannah Hilton Head International Airport mm -hmm. in the waiting area. And um, this shit is this strong. I mean, it's so strong when the plane crash happened here. Um, all the buildings around the airport, the glass blew out in the airport. None of the glass blew out. So just to give you an idea. Oh, you mean when, um, the C-130 crashed into, uh, Georgia 21 there. Oh, I thought you were talking about when, um, I Kemp's daughter's boyfriend got blown up by. No, thermite. no, no. Cause that wasn't that bad. It was the big one. The big blast. Okay. was the c-130 when it crashed yeah that's true that was a huge blast it blew out windows everywhere yeah um but that was one that because like i remember for months after that c-130 crash we were driving around um for garage doors replacing mm -hmm. garage door glass for people forever i mean it was seemed like the only job i was doing yeah. was going around with panes of glass replacing people's glass in their garage door because the plane crash when it, the blast, the shockwave from the plane hit the ground, fucking blew out all the windows for like miles. Yep. In people's houses, it yep. was ridiculous. 
I was like, holy shit, we were fucking doing that forever. It felt like. The other thing I want to get into before we wrap up is kind of basic safety around your house or basic defense around your house, things that are absolutely necessary that you, that you really need. Um, and deterrence. Okay. And I know we all joke about like no gun zone signs and shit like that, but I'm telling you what, putting up a beware of dog sign on your property, no trespassing signs on your property can go a long way. That shooter in, in Nashville went to the school that the tranny shooter, the transmission shooter went to the school that she knew didn't have armed security. Um, well, I, someone looking to loot, right? Someone coming into your neighborhood, looking where they're going to steal shit. You think they're going to go to the house that has a big sign that says beware of dog and no trespassers, or they're going to go to the house that has a sign that says, um, uh, Black Lives Matter and all, uh, you know, every, every, love is is love and we love everybody and blah, blah. What house do you think they're going to go to? You know what sign I'm talking about? Well, they're going to go to my house. Why? Because I have on my transmission signs because I can press a button and my transmission signs say Black Lives Matter and gay rights for everyone. Exactly. And you know, this is a gun-free zone. You get my and point. And the reason that I do that is because I can press another button and those signs flip right back around okay. and they say no trespassing, yes, beware, beware of dog, dog. Okay. and watch out, uh, homeowner is an armed mm-hmm. vet, yeah. blah, blah, blah. I've yeah. got all those signs too, but they're just, I want you to come here. Okay. So, uh, you know, basic signs are, can be a deterrent. All right. Um, or they can be an attraction or they can be an attraction. Um, or it means you can have more fun. Uh, we, we talked about points of entry into your house, um, and glass in your windows and things like that. But, uh, situational awareness. Oh yeah. That's a, that's a big one. Um, watching folks go to go to walmart or go to kroger or go to wherever wherever your local shop supermarkets at where you see everybody in your neighborhood do me a favor just sit out there with a bag of popcorn and i want you to watch and i want you to talk to each other and say yep that guy's armed and obviously right there don't say why but explain why later, like tell them why you think they were armed. What about them? What about their general appearance made you think that that guy had a gun on him? Why do you do that? Because that is all situation. Think about it. If you're in a situation where you can't get to a gun, what do you look for? If you don't have a gun, let's say you can't bring a gun with you. And because we follow the rules and because we follow the law, we don't do it. You want to find someone else who's armed. So where's the next best place you're going to find a gun? So that's one of the first things you start paying attention to is where do you see guns? Who do you see that could be armed? If there was a possibility that somebody was breaking the rules, who is that guy? Um, Me, obviously, if you're looking around, I'd obviously be breaking the rules because I personally don't give a fuck. Our forefathers did not say that we were supposed to pay for licenses and shit. They said, no, you're allowed to have a gun. It's the reason we put it out there. Also, pay attention in your neighborhood. We, like I said, we, the defensibility of this neighborhood was, went a long way towards us choosing this particular house. But we live on a a road that dead ends further down the road. Okay. Um, So 
we know our neighbors, even if we don't know their names per se, or haven't spoken to them, we know what cars they drive. We know what cars are regular in our neighborhood. Unless you are a service vehicle or you live here, you have no reason to be on our street. And if you come down our street, you drive down our street and then you turn around and you go back the other way because you have nowhere else to go because it's a dead end. We're going to notice, pay attention. You don't know, you don't know who it is. I mean, it could be anyone from law enforcement doing a security check in an undercover car. I've seen them do that before, um, or perhaps looking for something else or keeping an eye on things maybe. Um, or it could be uh, on the other spectrum, someone scoping out the house to see who's on vacation or, you know, going on vacation or who's home during the day, you know, women at home by themselves or um, retired people, old people home by themselves with no animals or little yappy dogs, things like that. So pay attention to who should be in your neighborhood and who is in your neighborhood. That's a, a long part of a big part, I think, of situational awareness. Also, get this. <clears throat> okay. Get this. We live in the greatest country in the world. Okay. One of the things that is not illegal. Okay. It's completely legal to do this. Right now, I can walk outside with this, with a magazine, just like this, and around chambered. And I can walk around my house as long as I'm on my property. I can walk all over my property with this little beauty right here. And I can let everybody fucking see it and let everybody know, go ahead. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, you know how many fucking people I've walked to the front door when they've knocked on our front door and I walked up wearing this? There's nothing wrong with that. The church people don't always take so well to it, but it's okay. Okay. There's nothing wrong with it. This tells somebody right off the back, you're going to fuck around. Well, you're also going to find out real fucking quick, fast and in a hurry. Like, so it, it's not, there's nothing wrong with that. You can do that too. And I, matter of fact, I, I, I recommend you do that. I recommend you walk all over your property with your weapon on full display. I'm not saying taking all your guns out. Don't pull out all the tricks or stops in the book, just like I did here today. I didn't pull out all my fun toys. I pulled out some of them, not all of them. Remember, I got to keep some secrets. Victoria had her secret and I got a secret. Let me tell you something. Mixed secret's awesome. It's and when more you fun. pulled out, it was just your shit. You only pulled out one of mine, so... Exactly. Still haven't gotten no, everything we've gotten. No. There's tons more. I know. But think about it. You're not giving anything away by doing this. All you're doing is saying, look, if you come here, you're going to leave. It's going to hurt if you leave at all. If this is not the last thing you see on this earth, it's going to hurt. Um, Claire, I know you can't really have guns in the UK, but can you have potato guns? Because I tell you what, a good potato gun will a good fuck someone up. Potato gun will really fucking hurt you. And I, I know you can't, Claire, and 
God bless you. I, I, I try and get the fuck out of there. Try to get, get your ass over here. Um, not that it's much different over here. I mean, it's the same tyranny, just, just a different, we're in a different state of tyranny. That's all you have an open state of tyranny and we have a closed state of tyranny. Your mm -hmm. tyrants live right in front of you. Our tyrants just like to hide in the background. That's all. It's the only difference. Um, but fucking walk around your property armed folks. That's the best way. I tell you what, somebody walked into your front door and you walk up wearing a gun. Let me tell you something. They are going to think twice about doing anything, anything. And it's not illegal. You're not threatening them. You're not doing anything of the sort. You can sit there and say, ah, I was just cleaning it. I was going to put it away actually, but you're here. What can I do you for? I didn't want to have you wait. Come on. People like to park on our side yard and go fishing in our pond. And I like to walk up because I always say I'm out looking for fucking gators. Mm -hmm. And this is what I'm wearing. Yep. There's not a whole lot of conversation. And the homeschooled kids that have already asked permission to fish in the pond doesn't phase them a bit. I don't fuck with them, though. I don't even go up and talk to them. I let them do their thing. Hey, you're here fishing. Fish. Mm -hmm. If you've already asked permission, I don't have an issue. But it's when I see this weird vehicle just backed up in my fucking calls. I'm like, hey, hey, bud, what's going on? How you doing? Yep. Anyhow. Okay. Let me digress. Not really. I don't digress. So. Um, Go get your shit. Don't spend an arm and a leg. You don't need to. Any questions? The only time there are times that you spend an arm and a leg, firearms, magazines, Anything. because they're it's required. I'm sorry. You just can't trust the cheap shit. Like Leo was saying, you can't trust the cheap shit. So the only time that I spend real money, firearms, magazines, arrows, arrows, arrows. If you, if you have a compound bow yes. or a bow of any sort, which I recommend you go get, there's two weapon systems that I recommend you get. All right. Before you do anything else, these are your holy. Oh shit. Weapons. All right. These go in a closet somewhere. You let them collect dust. Um, you don't fuck with them. Okay. Black powder rifle. El numero uno. Black powder rifle for two reasons. First reason, A, if you get the right one, you're going to get a form with it. What that's called, it's called a lead form. What they do with that form is that it allows you to make your own bullets. All you need is tin, copper. You need multiple malleable metal. As long as you can find that, you can make your own bullets. Okay? That's El Numero Uno. Secondly, black powder rifle is exactly that. It fires off of black powder. You don't need anything special for it. You need a strike plate, and that's it. Strike plates are easy as fuck to find. You can make them out of most of your industrial-grade metals today. They're so easy. It doesn't take much for a black-powdered rifle. You can make it work, and those things are really fucking accurate today. Really fucking accurate. They, I, I fired one um, two years ago. A buddy of mine had it. Um, we fired it at both uh, 900 yards and 1,000. And both times, neither one of us missed. And it was fucking amazing to shoot it. 
it was wow nice gun those are my that's my gun recommendation my get a compound bow get a compound bow you need about 100 arrows total arrows do not skimp on cheap fucking arrows arrows the reason that there are arrows that are really good because you can shoot a deer you can shoot a pig and guess what you can go the tip's fucked but you unscrew it from the tip and the arrow is still fine do not skimp on arrows or bolts for that matter again bolts for a crossbow do not skimp on that get the good shit you might as well do it you need about a hundred of them roughly a hundred and then put all that shit into a box somewhere and bury it and don't ever touch it again that is the last oh shit everything else has gone to shit i need brass tacks i need to be able to make bullets and make sure you bury that black powder rifle with enough powder and enough everything else that you need primer cap um powder and patching make sure that you have all of that shit buried with it so that way you that's like your oh shit of all oh shits and at least then you can hunt you can fish and if you have to, you can defend yourself. Granted, it's going to be slow as fuck, but you can defend yourself. If I were you, I would bury two black powder rifles. And the reason you bury two, somebody's reloading one while you're taking a shot with another. Uh, have you ever used self-loading crossbows? What do you think of those? Those are, that's where the bolts are. Again, do not go to the cheap side of that. Stay to the more expensive side. The reason you can reuse the end of the bolt, the tip's fucked. But you can buy tips from everywhere and they're cheap. Just buy the tips, buy whatever, a couple million <clears> tips. <throat> but because you can get them like that. But you have to spend the real good money on the actual bolt itself. Because it, you get the cheap ones and they'll shatter, they'll chip, they'll break. It, you, you'll only be able to use them once and then it fucking blows. But yeah. they do, yes, they work very well. As long as you keep the bolts clean, yes, they work very, very good. And that's, I'm just saying, that's like, oh shit, everything else has gone to shit. We don't have any of our good guns anymore and everything else is fucked. What do we do? This is what we do. This is how we fix that. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay. Those are my two oh shit weapons. So keep that in mind. Um, if you're already a, uh, if you're already an archer, awesome. If you're not an archer, go take a lesson. Learn how to shoot an arrow. Learn how to shoot a regular bow. Learn how to shoot a long bow, and learn how to shoot a compound bow because they're all different. And also recommend you learn how to ride a horse. Yeah. Thank you, Claire, for bringing that up. Claire said, horseback archery is my way. Fantastic. Uh, horseback archery is hard as fuck, by the way. So good on you. Um, <clears throat> horseback, anything is hard as fuck. Yes. I never understood the pornos where the guys were riding the riding the horse fucking the chick. I could never figure that Dude, one out. that's super fun, actually. Yeah, but how? Oh, it's it can be done. Trust me. I'll teach you something. Holy fuck. That's like a lot of work, though. No, the guy is amazing. like holding on in three different spots on his yeah, body. No, trying it's, to... it's, it's quite amazing. It's, I don't know no, it, for it, who. It takes it takes some um some doing, but it's quite amazing. Anyhow, um learn how to ride a horse. 
learn how to be familiar with a large animal like that, um, like a horse, learn how to take care of it, clean its feet, um, saddle it, bridle it, because you don't know when you're going to need it. And riding a horse is like riding a bike. Once you learn, really learn how to ride a horse, I call it talking to a horse. Once you learn how to talk to a horse, you can ride any horse anywhere. And you may need to. So if you've never been on a horse before, go go take a lesson or five. Start with a trail ride, but learn how to ride a horse. Because you may need that shit soon. That's that's no true. That's no joke. Yep. Shit, we had to learn in the military. And it's yep. a lot of fun, actually. It is a lot of fun. I didn't think I was gonna have that much of a good time, and I did. I had a blast. So yeah. So yeah, um, I get it. Motorcycles are fun because of the rumble, whatever. Wait till you get that horse below you and he's fucking huffing and carrying on and tell you what. I can I can make a, I can ride a horse with no saddle and no bridle and get it to do anything I want. It takes a very long time to get to. Um, but, uh, you know, I tell you what, once you, once you learn, once you start really riding, uh, practice riding with no reins, right? Practice telling the horse where you want to go using just the muscles in your legs, um, or, the or, mane. or your heels. No, 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 no hands touching the horse. Because if you are shooting someone with your rifle, how are you going to control the horse? How are you going to hold the mane? I did that. Yeah, well, it's a lot. I did that. That's great. It's a lot easier if you can do it without it. Or if you are using a bow, a full bow, where you absolutely have to have two hands, mm -hmm. how are you going to do that if you need to hold on to your horse's mane to control it or its reins to control it? True. Okay? Learn how to ride a horse without hands. Your horse doesn't need hands. So your, your horse can learn how to respond using just your legs, Western especially. It's a lot harder in an English saddle. Although it shouldn't be because you have a lot more contact with the horse in an English saddle. It's just the way the horses are trained. So. Yeah, no shit. You're, you're like, you're sitting like that in an English <laughs> yeah. saddle. Your I entire mean, legs your are wrapped around the horse. Like, like you barely. Well, it's not wrapped. I mean, you're kind of sitting up yeah. on a side. You're not necessarily wrapped like you are Western, but it's still... That was a weird way to ride. That, that just never. <laughs> I was like, this is why guys aren't supposed to do this. I prefer it because that's how I grew up. But I can, again, I can ride anything anywhere in any saddle. It doesn't matter. Even a side saddle. And that's really fucked up, by the way. Try riding a side saddle. That shit's insane. Well, those should, those are just like torture devices. What I was talking about. Well, no, English, no. English, English is high. It's no, no. In English can be no, nah, not necessarily. It shouldn't be. It's weird. It's like it's up. No, it's, it's, up, it's more up and more generally straight. It is more generally. Where straight. Western is more it is more relaxed, relaxed and and, back. and loose. Yes, yes. yes. Um, but a side saddle is where you have one. Yes, you leg have one leg kind of over resting. Yeah, yeah, like that. It was weird. Yeah, we used to we used to train side saddle dressage just for training on the horses, and that's just insane. So. And the horse doesn't gallop straight. <laughs> no. It kind of gallops to this side. It's really weird. It's like the two, the front and the back are doing two different things. All right. What do you think of the FMA Supersonic Compound Expo Small, Compact and Powerful? Uh, the FMA Supersonic Compound I've never heard Expo. of it, honestly. But hey, if it's small and compact and very powerful, then that's shit. 
that'll work. That's all you needed to do. All you needed to do your job. That's it. If you can kill something with it, that's the most important part, especially an animal, especially if it's like end of the world, like I need to eat type shit. That's mm -hmm. what you're looking for. That's why I keep those two things because a fishing rod and those two things, you can never go wrong with that. You don't need electricity for any part of that. You don't need a special type of bullet for any part of that. All of that stuff is stuff you can find around a house. You can melt shit down. All you got to do is find the right metals, melt the metal down, get it hot enough, melt it down. and You can build a fire. Anybody can build a fire and pour it into a fucking into the fucking actual keeper you're making your own bullets at that point you have patching and everything else already buried with it you're already straight you have a full operational rifle right there you can shoot at a distance you can shoot close range and then you've got a bow with a whole bunch of arrows um to first stuck in new york it's it's a lot more difficult to jump an obstacle on a horse in a Western saddle because you're not positioned. It's a lot harder to lift yourself up out of the saddle. You're essentially, I mean, barely on the horse when you're jumping a large obstacle. So, um, you know, try jumping a six foot fence in a Western saddle. That's just really hard uh, and not good for your horse. So that's the benefit of English um, over Western. Um, long, long distance riding, Western is easier. Rough terrain, Western's easier. Show jumping, and um, even if you're in a place where you know you're going to be jumping a lot easier, English is easier. And it's also where you're seated on the horse, too, because mm -hmm. on an English saddle, you're positioned closer to the right front the shoulders front. Yep. of the horse, where with a Western saddle, you're more over the, the middle of the horse and going more towards the ass end than you are over the shoulders. Mm -hmm. So it's a lot different there. Yeah. Uh, stuck in New York, my two cents, having a spear or two ain't bad either. You know, that, that's you're right. No. And you can make one. And those are easy to make with too. a knife with one of these big ass fucking knives right here. Um, I, I will say the other thing though, fire, you said anyone can make a fire. It's really hard to make fire without fire. Um, I mean, it, it, especially in like a wet, humid climate, you're trying to freaking rub two stones together or some sticks or shit. No waterproof matches in a Ziploc bag and a whole bunch of fucking lighters and preferably some butane fluid and a torch. Um, we keep all of those things in our oh shit bags, our oh shit boxes. Why try and create fire when you have so much fire already available? You know, a Bic lighter will last until the fluid runs out. Doesn't matter how old it is. So, um, yeah. Might as well get some, throw them in an <clears throat> oh shit box, something you might need on the yes. side. I mean, don't forget the little things. Fire. Too easy to do this. Yeah. Fire. So, um, I mean, know. yeah, for wadding, newspapers are great. Um, there's so much, there's so much you can use. When it comes down to it, you probably will get to that point and probably figure it out. Mm -hmm. But till that time, my alarm was going off because it's 420. So before we get out of here, let's do one more tribute. All right, we're gonna do one more trivia. A lot more weed in there. Well, hurry up and do that. Blah blah. Oh well, maybe not because there's no left. And we'll just smoke what's left in there. It's fine. We only finished half the bond before, so okay. Fucking a. <sighs> you wanna get high? You wanna get high? We're sorry. We're sorry. Fire. Fuego, por favor. Thunder. Thunder. Right now. So get ready. Hit it right now.
Perfect. Good job, babe. It's all about the timing. And yes, Tammy, we will all be riding horses before long. No joke. So yes, wolf pack, <laughs> I love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's always backup. There's always more weed to smoke around here. No, it's good, baby. You don't need to go get it. Yeah, easy does it for the J man. He's been hard on my mind lately. More so than normal. He's always on my mind, but he's been very much on my mind lately. What you got? Uh, because I said it was coming in today. Yeah. Alright, so we're going to actually get to do an unboxing. An unboxing. For our Gear Queer episode. An unpackaging. So, they just came in. One of the things oh, yeah, I didn't get into was eyewear. Ah. I mean, you sort of did. Don't do me that gone on wolf pack. K-E-K-S. Under cats. Under cats. Under cats. K-E-K-S. So, yes, wolf pack, Wolverine. Thunder kicks. That's right. Thunder kicks. <laughs> Dickhead. So, when the FBI knocks on your door, what do we tell them? Nah, bear. Nah, bear. Nah, bear. Nah, bear. Oh, FBI Bob. Oh, FBI Bob. So, this is the uh, Toro Performance Eyewear. These are Tori. Tora. 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 Tor. T O R O E. Performance Eyewear. Just got them in. Okay. These are the classic range category four matte black sunglasses. Okay. These are made for XL folks, big ass heads. Now, these are, are frame and lenses specifications. These are TR90 frames, by poly bar, bicarbonate, polarized lenses, scratch-resistant coating, hydrophobic coating, optical AR coating, 100% UV protection, and lifetime warranty. So if these things ever break, you can send them back, get a brand new set sent to you. So let's see here. 
Let's see if I actually like these things. These things are supposed to be pretty fucking pimp. They're supposed to be pretty dark. They're pretty nice. They're bigger than most glasses I've ever, sunglasses I've ever gotten. Definitely polarized. And uh, yeah, I kind of like them. You cannot see my eyes through them. They're comfortable. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll tell you how they work. I wear the shit out of my glasses, folks. My sunglasses down here, I wear the fuck out of them. Supposedly, these are scratch resistant. I can't get any scratches on them. So we'll see. We're going to put that to a test because that's like the first thing. And supposedly, these things are like fucking indestructible, too. That's the other beauty of them. They don't break. We'll so, see. And if anyone can break them, it's us. Yeah. And I can tell you right now, if you go buy those Oakleys, go for it. Hey, if you got the money for it, do it. If you don't have the money for it, though, you got to be looking for shit like this. Shit that's going to last no matter what. And that's what I, I, I'm always looking for. I don't want shit that's going to scratch, break, or I'm going to have to replace. Because if I don't have to replace it, guess what? I don't have to spend money on it, which means these will last me forever because I won't go get another pair of fucking sunglasses. That'll be it. Period. Mm. Done. All right. So there you go. Okay. So if you get some shit like that, you guys think they're fucking badass. Let me know. We'll try it out. We'll get it out here. We'll see if you believe. Like, for instance, Liana, she showed me her gun. She's got a badass little fucking mm -hmm. handgun. You ever seen Liana's handgun? Liana's handgun's pretty actually. She's got a fucking competition shooter gun. Really nice. Very, very nice. Uh, stuck in New York, you know, you can get prescription sunglasses, right? Like, you can even send your prescription into Oakley and get prescription sunglasses they're cheaper than the regular ones actually yeah they actually are they're like 150 bucks for prescription sunglasses direct from oakley just saying and if you're former military or former law enforcement or firefighter or anything like that you can get the same deal um that we get through oakley through the govx website which actually is even cheaper than that. It's like 75 bucks for the glasses. We're not saying no Oakley's lens. We're just saying that if you don't have to spend the money on them, then why use it to buy better magazines or guns or more ammo or ammo or guns. Yeah. So or anyway. guns. <sighs> All right. I, I just, that's my, my opinion. I just say, what, what's the point? There are plenty of glass maker people out there that make glasses. The biggest point of 90% of the cheap ass sunglasses that I don't get it, the reason I don't get them when they say they're polarized is because you get the echo tint yeah. where you see a weird tint and everything. I can't stand that. It drives like me windy. crazy. Like this, this so far, they're straight. Well, I mean, you warm for 30 seconds, but sure. I don't see any of that. If anything, they're green. It's actually weird. <laughs> it's kind of nice. Check that out. They're just really, See, they seem you. bigger. If anyone can break them or scratch them, it's me. I mean, they are fucking huge, first off. Jesus Christ. Well, it's just because I... All right. They look quite ridiculous on me. They do. <laughs> but on me, they look normal. Um, but they're green. You see the... I mean, yeah. Well, the whole room is green, so, you know. Well, there is that. Okay. I mean, but when you look at the, the white light, they're kind of a tint of... Almost. Anyway. Whatever. All right. <laughs> she does look like fucking Ray Charles, though. <laughs> <laughs> shit. All right. That shit was funny as fuck. Okay. Well, 
<laughs> Where's your stick, Ray? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Sparky. Leave it to Sparky Boy. Hey, it's you got a king. right here, Sparky. Don't worry about it, Sparky. You got a king again. You're good. Okay. Yes, Sparky. How's it feel to have a king? Yeah, just wondering. Mm. You and uh, Claire over here. Yep. Who's out in England? You guys got a mm -hmm. king again. What is that? What does that to you? Does that mean anything? I mean, I, I heard it. It was uh, nobody gives a shit. I heard they were booing uh, Prince Charles when he was pouring, pulling up king to the court. Charles. No, Prince he, he, Charles. Oh, Prince. Prince Charles. Prince Andrew. Or Prince Andrew, sorry. Because Prince Charles is now King Charles. King Charles, that's so, right. yes. So Prince Andrew, Prince sorry. Andrew, they were booing Prince Andrew when he pulled up. Well, to because the he's a known fucking yeah, he's a pedophile. pedophile. So, I mean, they all are. Anyway. That's sausage-fingered pedo. That's funny. Uh, not my that's king. Hysterical. Like, not my president. Sparkly not my boy. king. Killing it. Good deal. I like it. For the same reason, that sausage-fingered pedo. Yeah, same reason. So, okay. And he just sniffs a lot. <laughs> either way all right we'll be back tomorrow yes we will supposedly wednesday is going to be a very big day really promises promises from who from uh, uh apparently the uh the the house is actually going to drop some charges or bring out some real information about the biden crime family oh they're going after on yeah, wednesday yeah, they're gonna drop charges this week We'll see. We'll see if an indictment rolls down. Uh -huh. See how long that one stands. Uh -huh. Either way. But yeah. We will be back tomorrow night, 545 for the pre-show for Leanna's Lounge. And obviously you can check out Miss Leanna Wilbert tomorrow morning at 9.05 over on the pill.net for uh, the TNA Variety Show. And uh, then at 6 p.m. for our show um, as we come back. And then Josh is after us at the Red Pill Project. Mm -hmm. uh, other than that, uh, check out our sponsor tonight which is kush creams because that's the last thing that you need not that I, I don't mean that as like that's the last thing you need i mean like that's the the other thing that you need in your medicine box or on the go with you um because after you're carrying around fucking a thousand pounds of gear and you're tired and you've been drinking water out of a damn life straw and you're just and your feet are store sore and they stink you you really want a jar of kush creams to slather on your neck where or your shoulders where your rifle's been hanging from yep. you all day um or one on of your, your little roll-on things to to keep you going throughout the day um kush creams i was just putting it on my feet because my feet fucking itch um and that's why i keep this here actually so because i'm really bad about wearing socks and shoes because i have really bad feet so i try to wear flip-flops all the time um or just go barefoot but anywho kush creams it's by far the best um, for for everything. So, and in in conjunction with serious CBD, yep. it is amazing shit. Go get your Kush creams. Check it out there. Use promo code Defiant at yes. kushcreams.com and save. Uh, was it fifteen percent? And send Megan your love because she always loves to hear from you guys. So yep. tell them, tell her what it's done for you. Tell her the changes it's made in your life or what, what it's done for your family or who, whoever you gave it to give it a try and see if you like it. it she always loves to hear how her products help people. So. Yes. I hate feet too, Lindsay. They're just, they're 
ugly and stupid. So other than that, um, we will be back tomorrow at 6 p.m. And uh, we'll see you then. Uh, I got nothing else. So for the Mick. And Lynn. Have a great night, fuckers. And we'll see you back here tomorrow night. Thanks for watching, y'all. Enjoy.